0: On today's Valentine's Day show... Oh, boy! The Howard Stern Show remembers when the man who said he'd never get married again... Nope. ...got engaged. I was calling
1: you to tell you that I had given Beth a gift for Valentine's Day. I wanted to tell you what it was.
2: You God. mean I missed that call? Yeah. Tell us now. Robin, Brad,
3: what?
0: I am engaged. Ah! It's a day of love. I love you, sweet love. I
3: love you
0: so much. A very special Valentine's Day Howard Stern Show. Peace and love, peace and love.
1: volume on my headphones and I'm not getting any. Hello? 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 Check, check, check. Check. Hello, hello? Hello? Hello, hello? I don't know. This is weird.
2: Nothing happening?
1: Well, my ears should be getting blasted, but they're not. But that's alright. Fuck it. Not gonna get hung up. Just gonna yell.
2: Ah. It's hey, Valentine's Day. There was this great opening about how you proposed to Beth on Valentine's Day. How come you didn't
1: answer my text last night during the Super Bowl?
2: I didn't. You know, it, it's so hard to watch the Super Bowl because there's never a break. You got to watch the action and you got to watch the commercials. Oh,
1: all right. So I wasn't I was just worried paying about attention
2: it. to the phone.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't how about see that, that until Cooper for bedtime? How about that Cooper Cup, Robin? I love that I watched one game the whole season, the Super Bowl, and now, I, I mean, I'm an expert already. I'm like, absolutely,
2: hey. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Boy, Cooper Cup, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the man. I want be- Yeah, he's the man. Cooper Cup with that big beard, that super masculine beard. If I, if I was another player, I would just tug on that beard. I always think of that when I see these guys with long braids. I'm like, you know what? When I tackle the dude, I'm just going to yank his braids Yeah, just yank
2: head. him down by his braids. <laughs>
1: yeah. If I was a football player, I I don't think I'd have any facial hair or long hair. I'd have short hairstyles so no one could pull my hair.
2: Hard to get to. Right.
1: Because those guys, I, I once saw a special on football a documentary, and, like, players are vicious. I mean, they'll kill you if they get a chance. and uh
2: well, you, you saw see a that? couple of things even in that game. You know, you're not supposed yeah. to pull on a guy's face mask because it's very dangerous. And that guy was able to catch a pass because yep. he yanked him around by his face mask. I
1: don't know, Robin. At the end of the game, I felt the Bengals had a couple of bad calls against them, but uh <laughs> I don't know.
2: Well, that was, but, uh, you know, there was some stupid stuff that they got penalized for, and that gave the Rams chance after chance to make that touchdown.
1: Yeah, I had Cooper Cup winning the MVP, lest anyone think I uh, didn't. I uh, got my plus 600 odds.
2: Shame <laughs> that know, Odell. You know, what is funny about him. I think about how he has <clears throat> to tuck that beard inside that little chin strap. So That's he right, can Robin. Keep his helmet on.
1: It's a shame that Odell went down with that knee injury, though, I must yeah. say. Uh, yeah, I was a regular expert. Watched one game, and I got to admit, it was a fun game to watch. I was rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals because of our young JD. Uh, so was I, get in-
2: I. So was yeah. I.
1: Before I get into all of uh, the Super Bowl hoopla, we sent JD down to the Super Bowl. There's a whole report. Jonathan Blitt went down with him, and, uh, you know, I'll well, tell he you went all this.
2: somewhere with him. L- Los Angeles is not down from wherever you are.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, I'm talking about for other people.
2: <coughs> if, down, if you're in Washington. <laughs> oh,
1: is that right? Where is it?
2: Washington State. It's west, Howard. It's Yeah, but across. I know it's
1: west, but what do you say? Over there? It's over uh,
2: yeah, there? Yeah, we sent J.D. over there or out huh? there, not when down JD, there.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you, I sent J.D. down to the Super Bowl. That It's an expression. <laughs> Don't bust my balls. You know what I mean? It's Monday morning.
2: Well, it's just geographically it bothers me.
1: I'm not that into the Super Bowl that I stayed up and watched it. I taped it, and then uh, I watched till about 9 p.m., and then I woke up this morning early, about 4.30, and said, you know what, I'm just going to put it on. I don't know who won or lost. Oh, good. I, so I put it on, and the regular TV was on, like, news, and they went, the L.A. Rams are Super Bowl <laughs> champions. <And> they <laughs> ruined <I'm> it. <laughs> and I'm going like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> no. Wait, no! I mean, what are the odds? You turn on the TV, and then, they, like, like in the movies, you know, when they turn on, they go, "There is an alien attack on the, you know, it was like right. the LA Rams are <laughs> Super Bowl champ. I went, "No, whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole plan, but I watched the end of the game, and it was an exciting game.
2: Exciting
1: it was an exciting game. game. It was a good game. Felt bad for JD because the Bengals. Who knows if they'll ever get there again? I mean, it's such a ridiculous feat. To go through all those games a whole season. Did you hear they're thinking of adding an extra game, uh, per season?
2: No, I didn't hear and, that.
1: Yeah. I mean, these guys don't get bashed around enough. Yeah, but they've made so many
2: game. football days. Football used to just be Sunday. Now yeah. there's Thursday night football, Monday night football, Sunday night football. I don't, you know, there's so many days they have to fill.
1: Well, that's why it, Al Michaels, uh, he left NBC, as we know. We spoke to him last week and, uh, I guess they let him go, and uh, but there were plenty other places for him to work. I, I read somewhere he already signed with uh, with maybe I want to say Amazon for like seventeen mil a year. Do I? Does anyone know if I have that right? Anybody want to fact check me on that? Al Michaels hey, that how went do to I know, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really remember what I I'm read. I'm checking Howard,
4: but it was rumored that he signed with Amazon.
1: And was it for like seventeen million bucks?
4: That I didn't see, but I'm taking a look.
1: Okay. The Bengals were winning with a minute and a half left in the game. Super Bowl was theirs for the taking, but unfortunately, they couldn't turn it around. Their young quarterback, Joe Burrow, was uh, unable to win in the clutch. uh, Turn his team around. You know, (sighs) let that bullshit talk. (sighs) You know what i was laughing at as i was watching and then i want to I, I want to do something here other than Super Bowl for a second if i may but um that guy the rock i know we knew him years ago he used to come and do the yeah. show and i'm always grateful to anybody who did the show he hasn't been on in a while i think when he like started to get some film success he decided it wasn't worth coming here
2: yeah i think you know? at the very very beginning he was still coming in because he wasn't yeah. sure how that uh movie thing was going to go <laughs> But now he doesn't come near us. He's so like,
1: he's so uber masculine that it's feminine. And here's what I mean. Like when I watch him, he's he's huge. I mean, I was looking at him and it's obvious to me, you don't get that way from natural. uh, Again, I don't know. Maybe he's one in a billion. But in my opinion, you don't get that way from any kind of natural kind of working out and uh, eating all the right things. I'm sorry it's his arm is the size of bigger than my head it's bigger like, than like, your
2: thigh you know like your yeah. thigh is the biggest part, and his arm is bigger
1: than that yeah and it's it's comical and it look his veins look they're trying like his veins look like they're trying to escape his body like like <laughs> you know what i mean and like you know god bless him i know it's a lot of hard work to go to the gym every day and and do that i guess you know i'm sure it takes a lot of discipline
2: While you're still working on your acting chops and all that other stuff he does.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ, is he an odd-looking human being? And I mean, I know I am too. I get it. But it's just, he's just uber masculine, like with the shaved body and the huge muscles. And like when he's talking, he just looks like a giant block of cement. And when he was doing that acting kind of speech about the game. Yeah.
2: Do you get turned on by a guy that big? Maybe you do. No, 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 no. Well, you know what? I have to, I let me retract that no, because it's not an absolute no. Uh, uh. Right. I remember when I first met Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I Mm. never thought I was attracted Uh, to muscle-bound guys like that.
5: uh.
2: And I don't know whether it's Arnold's charisma or whatever, but I almost swooned. (laughs) I was like, really whoa yeah, yeah so but i know women who like just faint at a guy like that
1: yeah oh. Fuck me. Back. my sister was kind of like that i remember like when i was in high school some big muscle-bound moron was on tv and like she she was like oh my god look at him you know I, and i was like oh my sister gets turned on by that." i was like it's just i i look at that and go man there's a guy who just spent a lot of time in the gym and uh, and then decided that he didn't look good enough. It's it's almost feminine, like a woman in fashion or something. Like like I don't, I'm not big enough, so I'm gonna get even bigger. With I'm assuming there's some enhancement involved. Maybe I'm wrong again. I I don't want to say that because that's a fucked up thing. I mean, but if you, it's like, what is all that? I don't know. It's just so odd to me. Anyway. And then when he was doing that speech uh, at the beginning of the game, I don't know what that was. I got to get a copy of that. You got to pull that. It was like a motivational football speech. Like he was. Uh, like he's the I coach. I get. And he's coaching all of us on how to be winners. I mean, they shut up, dude. Where, who are you? Weren't you a wrestler? Hey, yeah yeah. But, boy, is he bit like, how old is the rock now? I mean, he must be. I don't even know how
2: old he is. He seems to have been around forever, right?
1: Yeah. Seems to me you can't just naturally be that big at his age. So, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, the the rock makes Reacher look like a skinny dweeb. And it's like, at what point do you stop? I mean, the guy's going to explode. (laughs) <laughs> i'm almost thinking it's not even healthy i mean as much as he works out it's almost like your heart probably has to work really hard to carry around all that bulk i don't know oh the rock is 49 okay
2: oh okay all right he started when he was 15 he was already that big.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the new york post reports al michael's amazon deal could reach 11 million bucks a year but there's no report of Al officially signing with Amazon. as of yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was watching him on the game. He did a great job. And I was thinking, why'd they have to let him go? I mean, it's really a case of, uh, hey, he's 77 years old. How much more juice has he gotten him? And I guess they want to start with a young guy. Uh, that happens a lot in showbiz. But Al was sounding good on the game. I was listening. Al was great. You as know what usual. I thought? When they were introducing all the celebrities, there was a moment in the game where, like, Al and... Uh, collinsworth go yeah there's many celebrities here and uh they go uh yeah there's uh you know j-lo and ben and there's a uh, you know kanye west and, there-. and i thought maybe at the end they'd go to jd
2: yeah J. i JD was Harmeyer. waiting for a jd either uh visual right. or a reference <laughs> yeah we're crazy
1: <laughs> we're waiting for you there's hollywood harmeyer at the game uh, he's sitting there uh, obviously distressed with what's happening in the final minutes of the game Anyway, before I get to all the highlights of uh, J.D.'s trip to L.A., we sent him to the Super Bowl. Of course, he didn't get the finish he wanted. He's in L.A. right now. I got a mic set up for him. Yeah, totally. I
2: wondered how this was going. Was he going to be working from L.A. or did he rush back? It's a working vacation, Robin.
1: I see. Um, I do want to mention something that has uh, got me very upset this morning, Um Um. I see by the nodding of your head, Robin, you're either, um, um, uh, doing a dance over there or you're aware of the news that, uh, a good friend of mine, Ivan Reitman yeah. died in his sleep last night. I was shocked to read this this morning. My wife, as I was presenting her with her Valentine card and, um, uh, Steven Singer rose, I, uh, the green one, the new one. I got it's
2: it. a beautiful green
1: it's a beauty yeah i presented it to her in the vase and her card that i hand painted for her um did some little uh redute type flowers that uh i put on a hand-painted card and uh she said to me did you see what i texted you i said no it was an article that ivan reitman now i know For some of you, you'd rather talk about Super Bowl, but I can't uh, go on with the show unless I talk about this man because he's a very important man in my life. Now, here's the kicker. I'll, I'll begin with this. About two weeks ago, no, let me say four weeks ago, a month ago, I was sitting at my desk and I said, geez, I haven't spoken with Ivan Reitman in a really long time. And it feels weird because we got very close during the making of Private Parts. He's always been a uh, mentor to me. He's always been a terrific guy to me. He's a huge fan of the show. We used to listen every day. And I remember years and years ago before we made the film Private Parts, I was always impressed that Ivan Reitman, the great film director, the guy who made Ghostbusters, $300 million gross, but a funny film. Forget that. Uh, the guy who made Animal House. The guy who made um, Stripes, a meatball, Meatballs. Stripes, Dave, Dave, uh, you name it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm leaving out half his films. This guy who made all these funny films is a fan of mine. It it just tickled me, you know, because I'm such an admirer of his movies. Such a he was funny... the
2: producer of Animal House, National Lampoon's Animal
1: House. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I just was always tickled by that. But about a month ago. I was thinking to myself. You know, this is crazy. I have you know, oh, Ghostbusters. I didn't even say that. No, you said um, Ghostbusters. Did I? You? Okay, yeah, I uh, that maybe was I did. The first thing you said,
2: yeah, three hundred million okay. gross.
1: Legal Eagles, Twins, Kindergarten Cop. I left Up out. Up in the Come
2: air, on. he produced and wrote. Uh, I yeah. think.
1: Anyway, and Junior also. Ju- oh, uh,
2: all the honors, c- c- Kindergarten Cop, Twins, yeah,
1: yeah, Twins. I said that. Said that. Oh,
2: I'm sorry.
1: He also, yeah. Deserves being said twice. He also produced, uh, not only did he produce Animal House, Heavy Metal, Stop Where My Mom Will Shoot, Beethoven, huge hit, Space yeah. Jam, our movie, Private Parts, um, and others. But anyway, tremendous career. But it really tickled me that this guy was a fan of what we did. But about a month ago, I was sitting at my desk and I was thinking about Ivan and I said, oh, this is so crazy. We haven't touched base in so long. And we used to see each other all the time. Even after the movie, he'd come to New York and I'd meet him for a drink or for dinner. Um And he came up to my apartment a couple of times. You know, we had a friendship and, and then we kind of lost touch as people do. He lived on the West Coast. And you know me, I'm not good at keeping in touch with people. And, you know, he'd come to town and then I was unavailable, whatever. I said, this is crazy. I picked up the phone a month ago and I called Ivan. And he was so happy to hear from me. Oh. And um, he sounded great. And we were, we got to talking and he says, you know, Howard, now you've embarrassed me. He said, "It's I should have picked up the phone and called you. I said, Ivan, who cares? We're talking now. He goes, you know what? Um, I want to see you. I want to come to New York and we got to get together and talk. I said, Ivan, any time, he said, with this fucking pandemic, I'm not going anywhere. He said, you know, I haven't really been going anywhere either, but my son is uh, going to um, be doing a reboot of Ghostbusters, and uh, we're going to go to Comic-Con in New York. Are you going to be around? I said, you know, I'm not, probably uh, this time around, just because of the pandemic, I don't want to get together, but uh, I said, "We'll, we'll make a plan and uh, i said do you do you really feel comfortable going to comic con he goes no of all for places my son,
5: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah he goes for my son i'll do it for my son i'll do it he said and we're doing this thing together um so i i i got to go i said okay be careful now I, I by the way i i don't know that what he died from they say he laid down in his sleep you know I mean, laid down in his sleep he went to sleep laid down and uh, he just died in his that sleep was the it. best way to go yeah. 75 years old 75 years old and you know when we spoke we had just the best time talking on the phone it was a big love fest love you love this one love that one and uh you know it uh, i felt so good about touching base with ivan because i never want to be out of touch with the guy because i'll tell you what this guy saved my life i felt such pressure to get that film Private Parts done. And here was my pressure. I told you, I wrote, either I wrote or I wrote with or had other people write a script for Private Parts. 21 different opportunities were taken to come up with the script and we couldn't do it. I wrote one of the scripts with another guy one time. It was all based on my father and our relationship and our blah, 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 blah. It was a piece of shit. And I wrote it. <laughs> All right, I I didn't like how it came out. I thought I was onto something. You know, when you write, it's 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 like pulling teeth for me. I but every day I go to a hotel with another guy. We'd write. I wrote with this one, that one, and um I, I wrote with everyone. I wrote with one guy. We we he, he wrote me a note a couple months later. He became a woman. That's how crazy this whole uh, thing what? Was, uh, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> no idea.
6: But,
1: um yeah, it, 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 I was racking my brain trying to figure it out. And so many talented people and the movie studio who was putting up money for all these drafts was saying, you know, they bought the, the book, Private Parts, and they wanted the movie rights. And they go, listen, man, come on already. You got to make the movie. It was Reicher Entertainment. They wanted a hit movie. And they were, like, pressuring me, you know, come on, one of these scripts isn't good enough for you. What is with you? And my agent, Don Buckle, was like, Howard's not happy with the script. And my and my agent got me script approval, thank God, because they would have made any one of these shitty scripts. And then at some point, they were threatening me. We're going to get Jeff Goldblum to uh play you, and you won't even be Howard Stern. And I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, I'd like to see that movie. Jeff Goldblum plays Howard Stern.
2: <laughs> yeah, just don't use the name Howard Stern.
1: <laughs> uh, Robin, uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> There's a naked woman in our studio. <laughs> I could just picture what the hell that would have been. But, uh so, you know, I've told this story on the air before, but now that my man is gone, I do want to say this. Um, Ivan called me i know oh, i know what it was this is this is even crazier my agent don buckwald was walking around la he was gonna pick up some kind of deli sandwich i think it was is a famous place in la where people go to eat deli and don walks he sees ivan on the street and don being the kind of guy he is this is why he's a super agent let me go over and talk to this ivan right say hello And, you know, Ivan knew Don, but, oh, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 blah. How's this, when they get to talking about this movie, Ivan knew something about it. And uh, I don't know if Don, I don't know the whole story. Don knows it. Either Don said to Ivan, hey, you know, what do you you think about the movie? Whatever it was, the next thing I knew, Ivan was on the phone with me. And he said, listen, I read your book. I got the whole movie. He goes, this is, the, this is what should happen. He started explaining to me on the phone, the movie, the way he kind of saw a big picture of it. I said, Jesus Christ, you're right. It's simple. That's it. I go, Ivan, oh, God, I wish you were involved. All right. They got on the phone with reicher blah, blah, blah. They made Ivan the executive producer. He got a, you know, they wet his beak.
2: You understand, Robin? (laughs) Yes, I do.
1: Yeah. Listen, Ivan ain't working for free, but Ivan was excited about it. Now, to get a guy of Ivan uh, Reitman's caliber, this guy's on a mad roll with all his movies, just to get him to be interested was a miracle. I was like, how could I miss now with this movie? I got the greatest filmmaker, Ivan Reitman, involved. I'm going to be the fucking man here. Well, Ivan said, you prepared to work. I go, Yeah, what are we doing? He says, I know a guy I think would be great to write this thing. His name's Lenny Bloom out of Canada. Uh, I say, oh, okay. He says, he's going to write it, and here's how we're going to do it. You guys get together. I want you to do a deep dive. Go through everything. And I would sit there with Lenny. I'd tell him about my best bits, what I was thinking during them, blah, 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 blah. We met for, I don't know, a couple of months or maybe, I don't know. I don't even remember. Lenny was out of my house. We were writing together. Ivan said Lenny's going to go back and write, and uh, he'll he'll send me pages every couple of days, and I'll edit them. I said, "Beautiful! I got this guy Ivan Reitman editing pages and Lenny writing. If he thinks Lenny's a good writer, I think Lenny's a good writer. And Lenny was a great writer. And sure enough, Ivan went off with Lenny. Lenny sent the pages. I talked to Lenny. Boom." Got a script back that what my my agent called me goes, we finally got a script. Let's let's uh, green light this fucker. I was like, oh, my God, it's such a beautiful script. I couldn't wait to film it. I said, Ivan, you're going to direct. No, I'm not directing. I'm going to get you a director. I just worked with Betty Thomas. I want to offer it to her. She just did the late night movie about Letterman and Leno. I want you to meet with her. Betty wasn't uh, necessarily a fan of mine, you know. Right. And uh,
2: took some convincing.
1: (laughs) Well, when Ivan's involved and then Betty came, Betty talked to me. She saw I wasn't a complete dickhead. She said, you're half a dickhead. (laughs) And then we were off to the races. Great director, great writer, great producer. And Ivan had a whole producing team. guy named Danny Goldberg came in. I mean, it was just, I mean, Ivan orchestrated that movie and got everyone on board. And he watched every fucking daily, which is, you know, I'm in show business for you kids out there who don't know what I'm talking about. Every day you shoot and then they send all the shit off to Ivan so he could see what's happening. Even the first couple of days on the set. Your man here hadn't uh, acted before; he was having a couple of rough days. Ivan smacked me around. <laughs> he literally, like, kind of fucking brought me into room. Goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I go, "I don't know what I'm doing." He goes, he, "You're playing yourself, and, you, and you're ad-libbing on the set. You got lines, and other actors have to know when to come in." I go, "They do. Can't they read my mind?" I'm. D- he goes, "Listen, go up to your room and learn your lines, and come down here." Can act like a man. There you go. So uh, he, he smacked me around, came down, I started doing some acting. Some damn good acting. I got robbed at the Academy. <laughs> I knew Ivan liked the finished product when he said, uh, damn, I should have directed this movie. He was jealous a little he bit. Said and that. He said And he said to me, I'm putting my name on this movie. He, he didn't have to put the name Ivan Reitman produces. He saw it. He said, Jesus Christ, this is a fucking this is a fucking great movie
2: i watched i had one experience of him being in a room watching different pieces of the film with a bunch of other uh behind the scenes people you know and in and this you know after they stopped watching somebody said something and another person said he goes look this is the movie and he put it all together for them in seconds yeah he was like oh okay he was a brilliant guy like that yeah
1: ivan was on our show a couple of times you know had him in always fun to talk to him about all his movies especially uh
2: and the people some of he those, knew. yeah
1: yeah he knew everyone and he worked with everyone and real classy guy sweetheart uh, of a guy he started a puppet theater when he lived in toronto and right? uh, he would yeah well we shared that in common i was big into mm-hmm. puppets when i was a kid and he would entertain at summer camps. He studied music and drama at McMaster University in Ontario. And then he began making movie shorts. And then he met all the yeah, soon-to-be... he made to his be... first
2: one right there when he was in college.
1: Yeah, and he met all the soon-to-be SCTV regulars who were brilliant. And he cast Dan Aykroyd. They were Aykroyd. in school
2: with him, yeah.
1: He was the guy. He cast Dan Aykroyd on a local Toronto TV show. And um anyway... That's, uh, so anyway, I woke up this morning and, uh,
2: it was the Beth first thing me, I heard when I turned on the TV. Really? It wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the Super Bowl recap. It like yeah. Ivan Reitman, uh, Ghostbusters director dead at 75.
1: I could tell you a million stories about Ivan. Um, and I mean, I. You know, we, had, I, like I said, we hadn't been really in touch in the last couple of years, except for just a month ago when I picked up the phone and called him and I said to my wife, well, I'm thank glad God, you did that. thank God I called Ivan because I would be sitting here feeling so bad that I had had the thought and just was too lazy to do it, which yeah. I often yeah. do. I often go, ah, eh, you know, and I wasn't even sure if the number still worked and he just picked up the phone right away and he goes, Howard. Oh, whoa. He goes, oh, I'm embarrassed. He goes, I, I should have been calling you. I go, nah, what's the difference? But, um. Uh, and he says i listen he says i feel like i've been in touch with you because i listen every day and he was very excited about some of the things we're doing and... yeah and anyway uh, ivan did so many things he directed bill murray in his first starring role in meatballs and then again in stripes and then of course the most significant movie together was ghostbusters with uh, bill murray and, and Aykroyd.
5: and ramis
1: from ramis not uncle ramis harold ramis <laughs> But,
2: uh, <laughs> he might've been, oh my
1: God. From. Yeah. So I'm pretty bummed out today about Ivan.
2: Yeah.
1: Although a nice way to go. If you're going to go.
2: Don't suffer. Right. Yes. You just go to sleep. The thing
1: I can't get over about life. And I wish, uh, if there is a God, he had set it up this way. He should have made it because, because I think the hardest thing about humanity is that the day we're born is the day we start dying. And when we become aware of the concept that we're going to die, it's almost like you could get paralyzed by it. You go, Jesus, like, look at all of Ivan's experience and all of that movie-making knowledge and everything he had going on. Now it's gone. Like, nobody, you can't download that into somebody. I mean, somebody could study his films and maybe pick up some things, but um, the artistry, the directing, the nuance, it's all gone. His
2: particular and, point of view. That's what yes, it is. that's it's right. Like, that's different.
1: And I know if they'd set up the world where even if like half of 1% of us get to live forever, it would give us hope. In other words... You Chances know, are you
2: still don't know if you're going to live forever. You right. To, you know, if you, right. if you,
1: if you got, if you, if you had a little bit of like some of us will live, we're immortal so <sighs> that it all makes sense. But no one gets out of here alive. No one. It's crazy. Maybe people do get out of here alive, but we, no one knows it. There are immortals among us. It's very, very unfair. Now, Elon Musk is working on it, but he's not there yet. What they're hoping to do is stick your brain in a metal uh, kind of body. But what fun is that? I like fucking. I like, uh, for me, eating food or drinking water when you're thirsty. These are big wins. I love it. the
2: sensory experiences. Yes. The robot won't have that. That's right, Robin.
1: Right. You tell that to Elon Musk. Musk what a last name musk isn't that like when you smell you it musk. could be
2: yes but sometimes yeah. it's pleasant you know <laughs> <laughs> not all the time
1: <laughs> and i know uh you could have your body frozen so they can cure you but i'm not oh
2: i don't want stop my, that nonsense that's yeah
1: I I, I I i don't want my head sitting on a tuna can <laughs> <laughs> we, we read that so what Ted Williams supposedly had his head frozen, not the whole body he didn't want to pay for that, so they cut, chopped off his head and stuck it uh, in one of these um you know crips with freezing temperatures so that they the but the, that so they could revive it one day. but then when they they did an expose i don't know if this was uh urban legend or what, but they said they went in there and they found his head resting on a tuna can <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ridiculous. a tuna can. Who's going to waste a can of tuna on a Ted Williams head?
2: <laughs> it must have been empty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No? But you make a good point. Maybe. Uh Anyway. The only uh, hope for
2: something like that is cloning.
1: Yeah. And then you but, still
2: don't get the same person.
1: No, it's not the same, Robin. It's not the same. Your clone has the, uh, you know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look, maybe if they clone me and then they t- take the clone's brain out and stick my brain in, I could deal with that. There, I don't that. know
2: that your brain, you know, everything on the body wears out.
1: Mm-hmm. So your
2: brain is going to be full of plaque. I see. I you see. don't well, want that
1: brain. Well, there goes another good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so what can I tell you? Anyhow, Ivan, uh, rest in peace. It sucks. I'm very sad to hear that he's gone 75 years old. And I know to some people that sounds old, but for me, it sounds way too young especially based on my own age. And, uh, but he laid down him. And... the other weird thing I was reading, I guess people, I I wrote Jimmy Kimmel about it because, you know, he's a scientist and I, um, I was reading about Kimmel, Bob Saget.
2: And yes, they were saying, that was the other thing. Yeah.
1: They, they were saying over the weekend that it turned out that Bob Saget didn't just lay down and, and, and go to, go to bed and, and, and die. That it was that he had a blow to his head that was analogous to getting hit with a baseball bat very hard in the back of the head. So right away, I'm, you know, me, I'm a junior FBI uh, man. I'm thinking about a career in law. Unnatural
2: causes, right. Right.
1: I was saying somebody murdered Bob Saget. You know, I started that rumor to my wife. I go, honey, this, uh, I you mean, I, I said,
7: that I always go, of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's a grapevine of two people, two grapes. <laughs> I go, honey, it seems to me this is foul play, perhaps. I don't, uh I don't like what I'm hearing. I mean, have, first of all, when they went in the room, they didn't see that the guy had damage to his head. If he got hit with a baseball bat and who got in there and hit him and, and what is going on here? Um, You know, who could it be? Maybe another comic. Maybe it was Nikki Glazer went in there because the, <laughs> she wanted to release that song of hers for Bob Saget. I don't know. Had all kind of theories. Sweet Nikki wouldn't do that. I know. I'm just joking. But here's the thing. So I'm reading this and I'm making up uh, all my my theories on what's going on. And I said to Beth, I'm going to write Jimmy. He'll know. Jimmy was at Bob's funeral so of course Jimmy would have the inside track he's got insider information I go Jimmy what is going on with Bob Saget who murdered Bob Saget
5: Jimble, Jimmy wrote Jimble. me back he goes
1: uh, here's what he said I'll read, but I will read. might as well read it to you <laughs> he ruined all my fun with my theory right, you
2: had to stop all that theory theorizing
1: exactly here's the picture of Ivan yeah it's so sad I don't know why celebrities, when, I have a lot of pictures of myself with Ivan. You notice that like celebrities, whenever someone dies, they immediately issue a picture of themselves to validate that they knew the person. Yes. It's their way of honoring that person. But
2: I don't know I don't, if, I, if it's honoring that person.
1: It's telling themselves. you
2: how uh, connected they are.
1: That's what I always think. So let me see, where's Jimmy's text to me? Maybe it was an email. But anyway, the gist of it was. He said, Look, a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people, he means me, a lot of people are speculating weird stuff. He goes, It probably was that they're saying he uh, was in his room, he fell. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe he fell because he had COVID. You know, he had COVID. Um, I
2: didn't know that,
1: no. You know, you know, me, I always got theories. But anyway, oh, he that's fell. another
2: theory of yours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's a theory of mine with Ivan. <laughs> Why did Ivan go to Comic-Con? I feel like he got COVID and he and he, he got was affected was it.
2: was I don't know. Recently?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> you know me. I blame <laughs> everything on COVID. I'm hearing too much weird shit about COVID and people with long-term pain and all kinds of shit. Um. So, anyhow, Jimmy explained. They think he probably, again, Jimmy doesn't know, but he explained to me. He says he probably, like, fell. Down in his room or fell in the shower.
2: Why do you think Jimmy knows this?
1: Because he was at the funeral. It makes no sense. But, you know, I wanted to write Stamos. <laughs> but Stamos, I feel, would have been too distraught. You know what yes, I mean? He's you still know, in mourning. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable writing Stamos and going, what happened to Bob Saget? Because the New York Times reported Bob Saget died after what appeared to be a significant blow to the head, one that fractured his skull in several places and caused bleeding across both sides of his brain. So when I read that, when I read that, I said, uh, you know, someone snuck in his room and hit him with a baseball bat.
2: Well, they, why, why did you stop reading there? Because the rest of the article said he probably fell, didn't think anything of it, and went to sleep.
1: I hate reading. So <laughs> I only read that part and I gave up. But you're right. The medical examiner said it is most probable that the descendant, decedent, suffered an unwitnessed fall backwards and struck the posterior aspect of his head. So, like Jimmy said, he probably fell in the shower or in the tub. Though you think Bob Saget was taking a bath? I don't. Uh, Oh, no, I think
2: it was a shower.
1: They always say, and I remember this for several reasons, but if you get a blow to your head, go immediately to the emergency room.
2: Well, certainly don't go to sleep. That's the first thing you do not want to do. In fact, you want to stay up for several, several, several hours. I don't know how many hours that is, but Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you don't get some kind of symptom because you've uh, hurt your head. A few years ago, there was a woman who ran the marathon, fell during the marathon, and then went back to her hotel, went to sleep, and died. And yep. it was the same kind of thing. She hit her head. She refused medical attention. She thought she was fine, and off she went.
1: Well, you know, uh, Robin knows this about me. When I ran, I um, I always wore a helmet, full football <laughs> helmet. And even when I yeah, shower, he looked I like would...
2: a football player would. Yeah,
1: People, Robin used to see me in the park and say, "What are you doing? Now you play football?" No, no, no. I shower with the same helmet on. As a matter of fact, so I don't end up like Bob Saget. Uh, yeah you know i shower with a football helmet
2: (laughs) yeah he has a special shower football helmet
1: (laughs) yeah special helmet for showering (laughs) oh god well you know that sucks sorry to hear that but uh so i don't know i haven't laid down and went to sleep and that was it and never woke up so i'm bummed out because uh first of all friends are hard to come by when you're me number two Especially friends who made a great movie with you. And I'm just sad because the guy had so much talent. And uh, I'm sad for his family too, his son. Yeah. His son's a big time director now, Ivan's son, um,
2: Jason Reitman. He's been nominated for an Academy Award. I think, I'm trying to think, did he win one?
1: Yeah, I remember when I produced the TV show, I was going to have Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman. Ivan's son was, uh, married and he, uh, I think he was in the jewelry business with his wife. And did, Ivan says, Yeah, my son's thinking of becoming a director. And I'm just thinking to myself, Oh Evie. your son's thinking of becoming a director. There's a bad idea. Would you want to be Jason? Uh, would you want to be Ivan Reitman's son? This guy's made every great movie and then become a director. You know, that's going to be a disaster for the kid's ego. It's going to be horrible. But, you know, when Ivan told me, we were good friends. So I said, hey, I'm producing a TV show. Send me your son's reel. Maybe I'll give him an episode to do. Son of the beach. So uh I look over the material and I I offer the kid a directing job. I figured, you know, hey, he's good. Uh, you know. He turned me down. He's the busy. kid turned me down. He was busy. <laughs> I go, wait a second. But your son's trying to break, you know. I said, I was so, I was like, Ivan, trying to give this kid some nepotism, he's trying to do a payback here for you. He goes, that's my son. You know, he doesn't want to direct that. Sure enough, his son turned out to be a brilliant director. And of course he turned me down. He wanted to direct yeah, Son Yeah, he's of the been Beach.
2: nominated several times.
1: <laughs> he didn't want to be, he didn't want to be part of Son of the Beach.
8: <laughs>
1: a Baywatch spoof. Hey, but I figured, I figured I was doing him a favor turned out he would have been doing me a favor but there you go that's i just wanted to get that off my chest so
2: yeah he was a person i always wish i had gotten to spend more time with here you go robin well
1: oh by the way i have had two other children but jason is the one i focused on
2: yeah two daughters
1: greatest. yeah mm.
2: one is an actress and a writer
1: Right. And by the way, his, his wife, lovely woman, too. Remember, I was over at Ivan's house and met her. I don't know if it was his house or studio or it was both. But a lovely woman. jean I always like that name. It's like, that's pretty exotic, being married to a woman named jean <laughs> You know what I mean? I thought that was pretty cool. Not Genevieve. jean Yeah,
2: it's very uh complicated, that jean
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like my wife Jean Vieve. I go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I must meet her. <laughs> A lot in the name. Anyway, now let's get to Super Bowl. Even though I'm bummed out, my mom's still not feeling good. I can't mm. get. I was. I had to. Ronnie called me over the weekend, but I couldn't even return his call. I'm so. I'm on the phone with doctors twenty four seven. Jesus Christ. My mom is miserable in pain, and uh, they're working on her. I was on the phone with Dr. Agus and about five other doctors. I've been asking him for some help. He came up with some great ideas, but so far my mom's, you know, still miserable.
2: Is she up and around?
1: You know, that's a good question because, uh, yeah, with the physical therapist, she gets, you know, she's got the walker, and she's walking around, but she needs to do more walking, and I told her that last night. She goes, ah. And I go okay. Don't don't do what People I do. People don't
2: know. realize that it's yeah. If you start you got to move, really pushing yourself, the pain goes down.
1: Yes, you're exactly right. But uh, my mom's got a real bad attitude toward pain. She, you know, she, I even brought a up bad your
2: patient? name. I I'm, I'm was well, shocked.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about you, like Robin. You know, she's got no cakewalk going on in her life. She's got cancer and and, and chemo and all the shit that she's gone through. And let me tell you, she's had so much pain. I talk to her sometimes. I don't want to get into what she told me, but she's got things going on. And she, t- I go, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes, yeah. I go, w- w- what are you doing about it? She goes, ah, I don't worry about it. What am I going to do? Complain? <laughs> See, if my mother had a little bit of your attitude, I feel she could do a lot better.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly it. Robin's
1: uh, hands are falling off, her feet are falling off, her ass is falling <laughs> off, her titties are falling off. Everything's falling off. Things are drop. <laughs> drop. And sh- and I go, well, what, 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 are what you in pain? She's like, yeah, I'm in pain, <laughs> but so what? She's like, I don't care. What am I going to do about it? Complain about it? It's not going to help. I'm like, good Lord, give me that that, whatever that is genetically that Robin has, put it in my mother. Well, what I said was, what good would that do? Yeah. Would you call my mother, please, and say what oh, good would that do?
2: It's hard uh, to say these things to people because they're in so much pain.
1: I said, Mom, I'm working on this twenty four hours a day. I'm 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 just no, I'm not resting until Here all I have oh. <laughs> So not like I'm like what was that movie where the dude cures his kids of some kind of rare disease?
2: Something's, somebody's oil. Yeah, yeah. uh,
1: Yeah, something oil. (laughs) Something oil. What was that oil movie? Oh, shit.
2: Can't remember the kid's name.
1: Lorenzo's Oil. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, John.
9: You like
2: Lorenzo's
10: Oil to me? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, I feel like the biggest asshole, but I have to... I got on the phone on a Sunday on these guys. That I, I, I was uh, bothering Dr. Agus. I was bothering another doctor. I don't know if he wants his name on the air. So, you know, they, and I had him on the phone and you could just, when they hear me, they're like, oh, hello. Uh. No, boy, here he is. <laughs> Going to save his mother. Just want her to be out of pain. I don't, you know. Of course. My mom's had such a miserable life. Really? You know, I mean you know if when you're when you lose your mom when your mom dies at nine and no one tells you she's dead and then your father kicks you out of the house at nine years old tends to sour your life you know what i mean you, even if you were enough.
2: having a happy life that could throw a throw a wrench yeah. into it
1: throws a monkey wrench into it when you <laughs> when your dad kicks you know when you're a little nine year old girl and your sister's ten and he takes he takes you to get the fuck out uh my grandpa was a real prince yeah uh, this the, 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 I come from a long line of princes. I told you the guy I'm named after um, left Nazi Germany, left his family there, made a new family in uh, America, left the other ones behind. Right, right. <laughs> That's the guy I'm named after.
2: Now you're honoring him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I honor him with my name. I go, Mom, why would you name me after the all-time biggest scumbag in the world? He was nice to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, but if judging from the, what you're telling me, my mother wouldn't. My mother would send me to visit him, but she wouldn't go upstairs to see him. And you thought to name me after this guy? His name was Hashed. Hashed. So I named you Howard. You should have named me Hash. Make my life even more miserable. <laughs> Hash Stern with you. Hello, Hashed. Who would name me after a guy who was in Germany, sees the Nazi, says to his wife and kids, look, I'm going to go to America, set things up for us. I'll get you out of here because, you know, Hitler's a madman. Okay, sweetheart. Goes over, makes the trip with the boat and the whole fucking deal, gets here. He's like, look at all these hot chicks I'm going to fuck. The wife's writing them. Um, der Herrsch, was v- 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 masterful, where are you? Things are getting uh, um,
2: very ter- terrible
1: here. <laughs> they're, they're terrible here too. I'm setting up. I'm setting. Don't worry about it. They're hashed. We got nothing to eat on Hitler taking everything. Uh, don't worry. Any day now, I'll get you your visa. Don't worry. I'm working. I'm working 24 7. Meanwhile, he had a new, you had a whole new family going. What
2: happened to those people? <laughs> what do you think happened to them?
1: I don't know. Do you know them? I
2: don't see them. No, around. I've never met them.
1: Right. I mean, but you know, uh,
2: he was great as long as you know, there wasn't a crisis.
1: <laughs> and you know, I never thought to ask my mother, Well, well how'd you choose the name Howard and why Howard? Because she, she used to say, We had to use an H. I go, what is that for? I never said, What is that for? Because I knew not to ask questions. I don't know. I only end up in shit. <laughs> and then one day, stupid asked me, goes, What's with the H? That was after. Your great-grandfather oh, he must have been a lovely man, well, he left his family in Nazi Germany. He came and the meanwhile, you know, my mother's mother somehow escaped. Well, when you say what happened, she somehow escaped, and she knew the truth so uh-huh. she would take she'd take my mother when she was a little girl over to see her grandfather, but she wouldn't she wouldn't talk to him because he you know he abandoned them.
2: he left everybody.
1: So we named you after him. <laughs> what do you say? You're saying the guy left his family to die uh, under Hitler's rule? Yes, yes he did. So why <laughs> would you name me a- why would you name me after that guy? Well, I remember he used to push me on a swing when I went over there. He was very nice to me. Really? I I'd be, I would be like this. Really? <laughs> you know like oops, uh. Thanks. Well, I don't think about that much.
2: You know. Try not to.
1: Try not to. Try to be a better man. <laughs> I'd like to think if that was me, I would try to earn a few bucks and get the family over here.
2: You are like those people in Germany who grow up not knowing their parents were terrible Nazis. <laughs> you don't
1: want to know. They go to those people. Did you know your father and mother were Nazi? Hey, shh, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no they were good they, they hit a lot of jews uh, they were good people yeah. well anyway yeah so you know my mom uh you know I'm, I'm bugging all the doctors on a sunday they're nice guys they they talk to me and try to come up with a plan i talked look ugh, yeah, i don't want to get into it fuck it i know you don't want to hear my fucking situation you want to talk JD in the super bowl You want to know what happened?
2: Yes, I do want to know what happened. And I was wondering if uh, J.D. would want to show us his penis. (laughs) And now that he's lost.
1: Yeah, figures, right? We don't have a bet on that one. See that kid's penis. Everyone thinks he's got a big cock because he was not too uptight about showing it to Richard. Hey, Apples, you're on in Colorado. I'll give you the whole rundown of what happened, J.D. And, uh, and Beetlejuice has a new song I want to play for you. He just oh. went, just came out of the studio recently and, uh, he should have been song. in the
2: Super Bowl, uh, extravaganza halftime.
1: By the way, I was kind of shocked how much I enjoyed the halftime Super Bowl entertainment because I am not into rap all that much. Although I do like 50 cents in the club. I love about three of Snoop Dogg's songs, Gin yeah. and Juice, especially. And, uh, and you know, Snoop Doggy Dog and all that. And, uh, and I, and I, I enjoy uh, some Eminem and then I realized I'm kind of enjoying this. Like the, yeah, the it was, music uh, good was good performance. I like Snoop's outfit too. How do you, I could never get he away
2: with it He always wearing, wears like, like a pajama a tracksuit, right? Or is a, that what it that sort is? sort of looks like pajamas or a tracksuit. I'm not sure. Cause it's always like stripes running down the legs, like a, yeah. like a running, a jogging outfit. But and he Snoop always knows jogging
1: and he always knows how to dance kind of cool. Like he dances where it doesn't look feminine. You know what I mean? Like, and he
2: doesn't dance a lot. I noticed right. that too. He does a move.
1: Yeah. What is that? I'm going to have him teach me that if he comes on the show again, yeah. because I would like that move because I never know what to do when I'm supposed to dance. It's just like a very subtle kind he would walk
2: by the girls. Do the move and then keep going. <laughs>
1: Tell me if it's this, Robin. You can see me look.
2: Okay, isn't that it? Well, like, I know kinda... his arms are like that, and he does something with his feet. <laughs> and I know. Then he if, moves yeah, on. Like,
1: yeah. He sort of shuffles a little and goes like this. Right, but, yeah. uh, whatever that move is, it looks pretty cool because I'm always trying to it figure out. It looks
2: like he can dance, but he doesn't right. continue. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got to move, and it looks like I can't dance, and I can't dance, people know. <laughs> but uh then the, the yeah, and I, I was watching that. It was pretty good, and someone explained to me this morning. I thought it was weird. After Eminem sang, he was, like, on the floor, like, praying to Allah, like he was bowing down to Allah, and then someone explained to me, I didn't know this, that it was an homage to Colin Kaepernick kneeling
2: yeah, I didn't know that either. Heard it yeah. this morning that he took a knee. I was like, really?
1: <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, that's really peculiar. Dr. Dre is playing the piano, which I didn't know he yeah. played. And then and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, Eminem Old is. like M&M, he's trying. Yeah, I think he's trying to hide. Like he's trying to be off camera. So I didn't know what he was. Doing. I think you have well, to have the Star Spangled Banner pose. playing. No, I yeah. think you have to have the Star Spangled Banner playing to know that he's taking a knee for the. That's but anyway, he
2: was singing one of his songs and then he posed, you know, and even Mary J. Blige, <laughs> she fell backward when she finished. Singing. I said, oh, everybody's got a little thing they're doing after they finish.
1: Yeah. I don't even think Colin Kaepernick knew what Eminem was doing. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, it's a nice gesture, but. I don't think Colin Kaepernick should have been in trouble for kneeling. I So I agree with the sentiment. But uh that first song that Snoop did, I really liked. Is that called the next episode or something? California Love is that Dr. Dre song Best that Bill Maher used. Yeah. 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 Used as his theme song for a while. Then I think it probably got too expensive, so they they found a song that sort of sounded like it. They wrote one. Uh, In the Club I liked. And lose yourself all day. I, I just like the whole vibe of it. I was really surprised because I was kind of unexcited about the halftime show, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah,
2: I mean, Snoop always amazes me anyway because he's talking, but he's talking so rhythmically. It's amazing. And then that I mean, voice, I'm- it's like a perfect voice because it cuts through everything. Like you can hear him no matter how loud the music is.
1: And I thought Eminem looked like Benji now because he wears that baseball cap and dyes his beard really dark black. That's what yes. Benji's up to. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Look, uh, apples. Go ahead. I'll let a couple of people talk and then I'll give you what happened with JD at the Super Bowl and all that because it's it's kind of fun.
7: Well, hey now, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! Happy Valentine's yeah. Day, Robert. Thank you, our queen. Um, I I it I want for Valentine's Day peace between me and Rob Ronnie. It's our anniversary. If you remember the whole lucky charms fire up was over a Valentine's day post on Instagram. And isn't
1: that nice? Apples I, saying he love on love day he wants to have Ronnie's love. I think that's sweet. Maybe Ronnie would be
7: open to it, Apples. I don't know. Well, now here's the thing. He Stephanie posted on Instagram yesterday, not a word. Not a word from me about it. I'm I'm excited to see the post. But I did something special. I've been contributing to Ronnie's Twitter. Just to show Ronnie I'm a cool guy, uh, and I know how to pick hot chicks, I've been sharing them on his Twitter for a while. What do you mean? Well, um, you know, he blocked apples from his Twitter, so I made another account. Uh, Because some of the – got to tell you, Howard, some of the ones on that Twitter feed, the the things people were posting – Yeesh! You would not have approved. So I scoured the internet, found some hot chicks, and started filtering them up to Ronnie's uh, Twitter feed.
8: And Does now he I'm retweet one of
7: his you. Oh, he wow. retweets me every day. I've <laughs> been his. <laughs> I, I I don't want to, I don't want to I want to make peace with him before I tell him which one I am. But he he retweets me a lot i think ronnie you hear that you, yeah, inadvertently,
1: I
10: so. yeah, I hear you inadvertently
1: yeah you inadvertently are best friends with apples apples yeah. has I been uh that'll yeah.
10: that'll never happen
1: what about it ronnie it is valentine's day Apples suggests that you um you guys make peace what what about that
10: no way no
7: no i will Sorry. i will never Sorry. i will never call about your instagram or stephanie's instagram the well, only stop thing bringing request, stephanie
10: into it okay why do, you, why do you have to bring Stephanie into it to begin with?
7: Because that's his Instagram that I've called. Well, stay away from her and that. stay
10: off her Instagram, okay?
7: That's what I'm but saying. Because you you're a fucking stalker. You share more? You're, a fucking, you're a piece well, of shit,
10: and that's never going to change.
1: Well, Ronnie, is it fair to say the guy's a stalker? It's, it's called Twitter, and, and in other yeah, words, you put know, stuff but up but for people ha- to see. He doesn't
10: have to call in about it all the fucking time. You know, that just and something that's what wrong with him. I'm telling you, Ron. He has no life, obviously. But Ronnie, he has you no, uh, he has you tweeted no today. He has no you tweeted, girlfriend. you so tweeted. He's his girlfriend, I'm his girlfriend, and Stephanie is his girlfriend. Fuck Ronnie, me. you no. tweeted good
1: Valentine's Day Monday. Lovers, yeah. seal it right. with a kiss. I, maybe it's time to make up with apples. Not with him, no, no. Well, it well, turns out,
2: Ronnie, you have an open heart. If apples needs. You know, if he can't have a life,
10: why don't you want to help him out? Yeah, but you don't go, you don't go away, you know, go about doing it the way he does, man. It's a Uh sick way of doing it.
11: And what do you think of the the fact that
10: whining, the whining, he whines that voice, the whine. I hear it in my (laughs) fucking head in my sleep. This what do you guy. Uh, make,
1: Ronnie? What do you make of the fact that he set up a separate? He's now on your Instagram as a fake name, and he's been contributing no, my Twitter,
10: naked. Obviously, no, my Twitter, yes. not my Instagram.
1: Okay, but he's contributing many naked pictures of girls to your. You're your, your, your almost retweeting him every day. He says, "Yeah, okay, fine."
10: So Good he's ones, an Ron. asshole. You- he he's an asshole who's probably um, Stern fan. Ronnie, somebody. Who puts up fucking shit Ronnie, every day, uh,
7: Ronnie? Let's let's we'll look. Let's have. There's peace. no
10: burying stop, the fucking hatchet, dude. Forget about it. We'll Keep doing. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know, I'm not fucking talking to you about making up or burying the hatchet. What
1: if I'm going to ask you something, Ronnie? What if apples died tomorrow and you never mended your friendship? That's what, fine. You're okay with it. You're, you're, I'm you're fine. Could, with
7: it. Jesus Christ! I'm fine wow. with it. What if, Wow. And and you know, Ron, that's a double-edged sword. What Ron, if you died? About? You
10: know, Ron. Look, let,
7: fucking listen. to What if you listen. passed away and I think it's you're a angry sick at me. bastard? I couldn't live with that, Ron.
10: Yeah, good. Yeah, wow. Well, what uh, what is your let's name? Make- oh, you don't want to reveal your name? I know who it is. I who know. is it? Who is he? Stern fan something. I obviously is that right? Apple?
7: Uh, yes, I am Stern yeah, 6969.
10: Six nine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, look. We agree
7: and, and, and on, listen, on hot listen, women. Listen, don't don't, don't worry like about
10: the pictures I post, to. To. okay? Don't worry about the pictures I post. I post what I feel like posting. Uh, I'm not I'm not prejudiced to anybody what they look like like you are. It has to be a 10 to put up there. I don't give a shit. These girls put their shit up there, I will put it up. I don't care. I'm not what a, like what a you. fair man.
1: What a what a good a man you are. He's a great
2: man. He doesn't care.
1: <laughs> These girls put their shit up and I don't care.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah, that guy. The
7: a three-legged Howard. Yeah. Uh, but I feel yeah. like he was being taken advantage of. There's a lot of only fans girls and they're just posting on there. To try to get retweets to boost their business, like when mm-hmm. Bobo calls in the show.
10: Big me, fucking deal. Big deal. Good for them. They're trying to. They're trying to work. Unlike you, obviously, so you have apples, more time to fucking call into the show than to a fucking lot of work.
1: Apples. A lot of the girls you choose. Are girls who just want to get their naked pictures up there with no ulterior motive and, t- and they're not going to take advantage of Ronnie.
10: That's bullshit. That's bullshit too. <laughs> exactly. That's bullshit. Yeah. There's plenty of those fucking girls that he puts up are only fans, girls also. So he's full of shit. He's so- totally full of shit.
7: I don't post you- their links though. See, I just, I take the picture, I crop it down, we show the girl. Onto the net.
12: We? Who's we? I, you and him. And him you're
7: retweeting in him. him. Yeah, me
10: <laughs> yeah, and no you. Part well, that that just <laughs> oh, ended, obviously. Number one guy. Better create another account, buddy, because that those those pictures are not getting retweeted. How soon will you block uh,
1: Sternfan six nine six nine, Ronnie?
10: Oh, as soon as I'm done here.
1: Wow! Wow! That quick. <laughs> yeah, that quick.
10: Ronnie, On some level, Ronnie, will you miss
1: Sternfan six nine because he did provide content for the? Uh, no, I the won't Twitter feed. I'm, there's, won't.
10: there's plenty of other people who supply content other than him, believe me. Okay, fair enough.
1: Wow.
7: Howard, you got uh,
1: Apples, I, there's I, a guy on our phone named Oranges, and he wants to talk about Stephanie's orange. Instagram. Yes, Oranges.
7: Hey, Ronnie. I saw that Stephanie <laughs> made meatballs and sauce on Thursday night. I didn't realize
11: she's Italian. As a fan of Italian food, Ronnie, how would you rate... Stephanie's meatballs.
10: Stephanie's meatballs go. are excellent.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> There's oranges. You've heard from apples, and so now it's oranges. <laughs> all right, okay, apples. Why didn't you
7: Thank retweet you. Tweet that though, Ronnie. What's that? She tweeted the, the she tweeted the uh, meatballs and sauce, and you didn't retweet that.
10: No, I didn't. Why not? Because I didn't feel like it. Is that all right with you?
7: I mean, okay, it's your, it's your, wife. I mean,
10: girlfriend. Yeah, who's fucking you know? cooking sauce for you, asshole? Nobody.
7: I was, I was envious. I, Ronnie, let's make peace. Come on.
10: No, let's, let's not make peace. Is, come on, come on. I, let's not make want peace. Come to be on.
7: Angry.
10: Come if, on. If let's apples, not make if, if peace. Ronnie, let's if not apples not is, peace.
1: if apples is tweeting you a hot chick you like, why does it matter that Apple sent it? It's still a hot chick. Because he turns my
10: stomach, dude. Okay,
7: <laughs> but you didn't know it was me. You just saw the hot chick, and we as you. Well, it now it turns my fucking to, stomach. Oh, now that
10: did. I know, okay.
7: <laughs> I have been all highlighted. Have. The See, you, you should have kept,
10: kept your fucking mouth wrong. shut because you can't keep your mouth shut. And I would have kept retweeting your shit, obviously. But now, there you go. Well, now you gotta I, go I got to go create another fucking pony account. I think
1: half the fun, Ronnie, is Telling the audience that he's actually been surreptitiously <laughs> oh, involved with your so account.
10: that's so funny. The audience loves him. To, you don't even know how much the audience <laughs> loves Since him. It's six weeks. It's fucking great how much they love him. You should read some how, of the comments that, about him.
1: Apples, how long have you been undercover on Ronnie's account and uh, been Stern fan 6969? Couple of months.
7: Howard, this was, this was a deep dive. Yeah, this is almost... Uh... Two months to six weeks. At first, I was going to put pictures with apples in there, and I was like, "Nah, he's going to catch that." So it was a, a soft intro. But I got to tell you, man, every day I'm like, "Oh shit, I got to make pictures for Ronnie's account." <laughs> oh,
10: dude, you should really <laughs> it's, hire it's, this guy. He's so talented. You should really hire him for the show. It's turned you into really a job. I mean, all these, yeah, I mean, you really, really dude, you you really hire him. Work. It, he's so nice smart.
1: All right, he apples. Here, you, yes. He put
10: one over on me, Howard. He put one over on me. Ronnie, I want,
7: how about that na- hop of the hot NASCAR chick, Ron? Let's talk about her.
10: What about her? All right.
7: Hot NASCAR okay. driver. What about her? I, is, she, is she, have you seen her abs? You think she's got a chance at winning? All right. What did you think uh, of the Coliseum, race, Ronnie? All
8: right, Apple. Go, Thank
10: however. you.
7: We went wrong yeah, somehow.
2: See?
10: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always goes wrong, dude. Always. Oranges take, is back on the phone. I yes, Oranges. Back. Don't hire him.
7: Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> I saw Stephanie bought a new iMac computer
11: on January third, and I know no. Stephanie's no only Ronnie bought PCs. It. Well, Stephanie's a PC girl since three years old. Hey,
7: Ronnie. Does Stephanie need any lessons on working a Mac? I could no. surely help yeah, you her go, that's out. That's oranges,
10: not at all, right. all. She's fine, believe me. Oranges, oranges, T- tangerines. <laughs> you know,
2: tangerine. I'll tell hasn't you the called truth, yet
10: no <laughs> apples
1: might be onto something because uh, that's how Sal got hired. Honestly, you know, he uh, annoyed the shit out of Gary every day, and then we had a hire. Yeah, him, so.
2: Gary was his focus.
1: Yeah, mm. wow it worked out for sal let's be honest by the way several people i know have commented on sal's new hairdo including uh-huh. myself he now greases his hair back and i gotta tell you i haven't heard one person say a positive thing like i've heard people go what happened to sal's hair <laughs> so uh if i was him i'd go back to my old hairstyle that's just yeah uh, definitely I'm, you know <laughs> Marianne from Brooklyn. Good morning, and then and then we have to get right to uh, JD because he's out in LA, and I want to tell you everything that happened. Go ahead, Marianne. I
3: am. I'm thinking about J.D. I feel bad, but great game. Fuck this Apples. He's got 54 followers. What a fucking stalker. I just blocked him. I hope everybody wow. blocks him and doesn't encourage him. Shame on him for going after Ronnie again. What's your content, mm. Apple? Stalking Ronnie and Stephanie? What do you think, Howard? He's not looking at all of our Instagrams, yours, mine, and opening up the pictures? I don't know why you take him. But why is it, what why,
1: Marianne, think? why is that stalking? Have people put something up on Instagram. And they and and the and and fans look at it. That's not stalking. They, 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 you don't put things He's up on Instagram.
3: Comparisons. He's looking at it too deep. Yes, we can look at somebody's what they posted, but listen.
1: To I'm going to tell you I something. Then. My wife's got one of those accounts. You know, she does her animal adoption through there. Yes, I, I have, know. People go, wait a sec. Like like she takes a picture and you see the tip of a Christmas tree. You guys didn't take down your Christmas tree yet? I mean, you wouldn't even know. It. it was way in the background. In other words, everybody scours these pictures. I don't scour these pictures. I'm amazed at what people I pick think up. I people have well, a lot
3: of time on their hands, and they have nothing going on in their life. But to constantly do it to Ronnie, and then to make a fake account, that's really outrageous. To make a fake account to post with more women. And those women are cute. They want to be on there. There's different all shoes. All right.
1: Thank you. For, oh, yeah, That's yeah. right. Right, I a,
10: you tell him. There you go, <laughs> oh, boy.
2: You have an ally,
1: Ronnie. That's right. Ronnie's always got a, on my side. You got a new girlfriend,
10: Mary no, Ann. This Brooklyn. is an old. She's an old girlfriend, dude. She's been with me a long time. She's on there my you team. Go. Ronnie's
1: got a lot of followers who are fans, and then there are some people Ronnie hates, and you don't want to be on the wrong side of Ronnie. That's right. That's right.
2: You would never funny. get on the right side. There's no way.
1: That's right. Yeah, I didn't Quite, call you well, back, who, Ronnie. I'm, I'm Ronnie. I didn't call you no, back this it. weekend. No, I get it. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. No, I don't okay. like to blow it's Ronnie okay. up, but thank you for the call. he
10: asked about. No, my it's mom. fine, dude. No, but, uh, I, I understood. I, I didn't get uh, mad. I'm fucking going crazy. Do it's, it's not an easy thing, man. Not at no, all. you know how it is. Yeah, been there, I done that. Yep,
1: but I'll get back to you, please. Uh, yeah, all
10: right. No problem, dude. I get all it.
1: All right. I don't want to get on your wrong side. I'm going to send I'm, you some naked nah, pictures. You, you're never on my wrong side, believe
10: me. There you're you going to start
1: do.
2: sending him pictures.
1: <laughs> I'm going to send you some do. pictures to make up for it. I'm Stern Fan
2: 69.
1: There you go. There you go. All right, Ron. All right. Now All right. let's get to the, I tell you what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll take a, a little break. I could play you the new, when we go into the break, I could play you the new Beetlejuice song for Valentine's Day that he recorded. Oh,
2: it's a Valentine's Day song.
1: Yeah, yeah, go figure. The beat is, uh, you know, he's romantic. He's
2: romantic.
1: By the way, Sal told me he was inspired to change his hairdo, to slick it all back like with grease
11: uh-huh. by
1: the fashion designer Halston. He saw a picture of Halston. And I got to tell you, this guy's no Halston.
2: Dude, what? everyone you, says You, you hardly, uh, there's nothing about you that's like Halston. You look bad. your dude. slick back hair I look-
1: <laughs> yeah i know you liked it but i'm telling you like five people have mentioned to me how bad your new hairstyle is.
13: all right i um i loved it i, I really when i when i saw the series halston and he slicked back his hair that moment that transformation it just did something to me i was just like so <laughs> it's just too much just face, taken dude. back too, too much,
1: much of that south but yeah you know what someone suggested to me that i slick my hair back in a new kind of style? And I went, yeah. no, I even asked Beth, I go, what do you think? And she goes, no way. Keep mm-hmm. your hair the way it is. It's fine. Sal All has right.
2: no one to ask, obviously. That's I don't. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, His wife doesn't talk to him. So. Did your I remember wife, one time, like,
13: Howard, I, I grew yeah. a beard. I'm not you know, my beard. I used to have a goatee. So I had a beard for about a month. And I'm sitting at the dinner table and she never, I said, what do you think of my beard? And she looked at me and she goes, Oh, you have a beard?
1: <laughs>
13: <laughs> do you guys, do you guys, does she
1: like not even comment on your new hairstyle? Did she not notice?
13: Um, she thinks it's, you know, I love it because I, I, I've been like, I love this whole Holston look and, you know, I've been buying these creams and these gels and she just thinks it's silly. You know, she's like, whatever makes you happy. Go ahead. Go Holston up. Are but, you guys uh, banging yeah.
1: at all or is it like completely over? Yeah.
13: Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, the, the, even this weekend, we had, so we had something, uh, something nice going on. I took wow. her out for Valentine's Day, uh, a nice dinner for Valentine's Day, and then, uh, we followed it up with some little action. So it was No nice. kidding. Look yeah, at you.
1: Yeah. Oh, romance. Maybe it's the hair. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe but, it is the hair, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Maybe, uh, you know, Robin, you know. am I wrong?
2: No, you're not wrong.
1: Halston <laughs> had a bone structure. Sal yeah. doesn't look like he has oh, a bone in his face.
13: <laughs> uh, oh, Robin. Can, you know, Robin, I, and Sal, I jerked off because of you. You inspired all my loads on the hat, and now you do this to me? <laughs> How many Sal, can loads? can I ask you a question? Uh, here's Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Ask yes, yes, your question. I just wanted, want to,
12: Sal, are, are you dyeing your hair?
13: I'm not dyeing my hair, but. When I when I slick it, it's the grease. When I slick it back with the grease, it it mm. looks a lot darker. It, it There's not a it up.
12: shred of gray in your hair, but Watch your beard sure. is completely gray.
13: What oh. No, he's got
1: gray. He yeah, does have gray. Yeah. yeah, I have gray. Yeah, I have gray in my hair, but I'm still looks pretty dark on camera. Hey, Robin,
13: chicks apparently love like the gray. Is that true, Robin? Like the salt and pepper look? Yeah, they think I it's hot. Sure.
2: Me is a very attractive man yes.
13: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they love what? it sal they can't I, stop I like looking at asking, you well, she just said my face is boneless and i'm asking her advice you know i <laughs> get it, it was i was somewhat,
1: thinking oh. of your face hey give me an update <laughs> on defiling the hat um so we spoke yeah. to you last on wednesday you had dropped your second load the first load was quite impressive Ooh. i mean it was sickening it was all over the kansas city chiefs logo on the front of the hat and then the second the, load was
2: worse.
1: The second <laughs> load, Robin claims, was worse. That <laughs> it was all in the inner band of the hat, where the forehead goes. Yeah. Um, tell, give us an update, if you would. How many sure, loads so, have you dropped
13: on the hat? So I adro- I dropped uh, another load on um, Thursday, on on the inside of the hat. And I also yeah. did the inside of the brim of the hat. Jason has a picture of that. That was an, um, probably my biggest load. Uh, you know, maybe Jason can share it. And the hat went up to 3.7 ounces from wow. 3.5. And, 3. 5. and uh, I didn't, I did lose one load. Unfortunately, I was a little upset because I had, uh, you know, a little get together with my wife, like we talked about. So I do have one more in the chamber right now that I've been saving for today's show that I'm going to drop over the top. I'm going to kind of glaze the top, the crown of the, the hat. The very today.
2: top of the hat?
13: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So it'll drip down like like a. I I like was going to say, what are you busy
1: <laughs> fucking your wife for? You wasted a I whole know, load. You should have brought time. the hat into the bedroom so you could drop it on there.
13: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a towel, you could have yeah. used the hat. Yeah, clean up You're with right. the
1: hat. Oh, God. Well, the hat is now 18 pounds, according to Sal. <laughs> and... uh there you go. But, There's the uh, update on the hat. All right, let me. Um, Howard,
13: Robin's yeah. been very, very impressed by the loads. Can Can Jason just show her the the one that I'm really proud of? Robin, can you know, since I'm boneless in the face and you're not too fond of me, can I impress you? What with is this? this? What do you have? He the, the, to show the,
2: me the brim load. I think. Okay, uh, you, yeah, you got a inside. picture. I want to show it to I'm Robin and get up. her opinion.
1: All right, I'm going to throw up every time I see these <laughs> loads. It's just awful. Uh.
8: Oh! Yeah! Oh. 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 Get that away. Oh. 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 oh! oh, you love it, Robin. You love Oh
1: it. my god in heaven. How do you do that? Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, as your boss, I have never been happier with your performance, but <laughs> Thank you. as a Thanks. human being, I'm so disgusted. <laughs> it's hideous. All right. Rich has so. got to
13: wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Go grease your <laughs> He's hair. He's got to put it on his head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta got to tell you. vomiting and he has to wear it.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty aware of Robin just from looking at her all these years. And I, I think you're winning her over with these loads. I got to tell you. I <laughs> think she's <laughs> seeing you in a whole new life. Oh, my God. I think so too. Uh, Deep I, down inside. It just again.
2: keeps getting worse and worse. You're like the second one I thought I'd uh. never get uh. over, and I thought I'd uh. never see anything as bad. And then he comes up with that. You know horrible. why the third
1: you know why the third load is so horrible? It's why? it's all congealed in the center. It's um, It's like
2: a big lump.
1: <laughs> it's a
14: big pile. <laughs> Did you see that How? Richard? Yeah. Oh, my God, I vomited when I saw that. At least it's on the brim, though. It's like the worst one it, is the your one. Your finger goes there, Richard, when you put it on yeah, your hat. You... Oh, oh. <laughs> your thumb is
13: going to be stuck to it.
14: Oh, God, <laughs> Robin. That's a good point, Robin. Oh, Jesus. Robin, you're you know what? like me. We're... She's right. Robin's Sal, like you
1: know what? I mean, Richard, you know what that thing looked like? His, his third load looked like an oyster. You ever see when You open up like a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. oh.
8: oh. <laughs>
14: <laughs> God damn! That's why I don't eat oysters. Eric. I've never oh.
2: eaten an oyster. They're horrible. Oh, they look
14: exactly <laughs> looks
1: like that.
13: Oysters look like <laughs> Sal's load. Oh. Hey Richard, I'll take you out for dinner. <laughs> We'll get some seafood. Richard, I was thinking
1: about you. Were you happy that, uh, I know you wanted J.D.'s, you said on the air, you said the right thing, that you wanted J.D.'s Bengals to win, but in a way, weren't you just a little bit happy that J.D. didn't get what he wanted because uh, the Bengals had defeated them No, because
14: now we're both losers. I have to wear a cum (laughs) hat and J.D.'s team lost. It's like I I wanted at least somebody, something good to come out of this whole fiasco, you know? But, now my wife and I were really cheering hard for the Bengals for J.D., but, you know, because, and you know why, too, Howard, is because, like, you're the greatest boss ever. You flew me and my wife to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and now you flew J.D. to see the Super Bowl in person, and there is no feeling like seeing your team win and being right. there, so I was really... Really bummed that J.D. didn't get to see that. Yeah, I think that J.D. is
2: a bad talentsman because I said at least the the Chiefs won when Richard went.
1: Do you feel, Richard, that um, those couple of uh, calls from the referees at the end of the game kind of really turned the game uh, into a weirdo game? You do? Yeah, I thought it was a little strange.
14: I mean, things well, were going so good. Well, they had let so,
2: so much go with... by, and then all of a sudden, yeah. five minutes at the end, they're calling everything.
14: Exactly, like they, it was such a great game because the refs were staying out of it. It's like you know they weren't doing anything for a long time. Yeah. and uh, I think even Al Michaels had mentioned, you know, they're just letting them play football. But then all of a sudden, the refs get involved in it, and it was bad news for the Bengals. Is it true you were wearing a Joe Burrow T-shirt during the game last night? I still have it on. Oh, look at that.
1: There you go.
14: Send it it to me. I'll come on it. (laughs) 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 And then JD has to wear it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh,
1: I want to thank Dr. Sheffield Certified Natural Toothpaste. Uh, The original toothpaste since 1850. Use code 100 at drsheffieldsnaturals.com for 20% off. Two tubes also available on amazon i want to go into the break we're going to go we're going to guys we're going to talk about jd at the super bowl jd's out in la right now we'll find out everything that happened i'll bring in blit he will tell us uh, he was reporting on jd recording jd there's a lot to be said um yeah i want to know but everything. it is it is valentine's day it is valentine's day and beetlejuice has recorded were you guys involved in this recording session at all uh richard and
13: Yep. Richard yep. was, yeah. Richard and uh, a few other guys. This
14: yeah. Was a tough session, is, right? Uh, well, you know, he's, <laughs> it's hard to produce, be a producer with Beetle. He kind of does, he's his own, you know, his own person. His own he doesn't take direction well. But, you know, when Sal starts, uh, flinging out the one dollar bills, <laughs> then it gets Beetle inspired. <laughs> Well, uh, let me say
1: a couple of words about this song. Uh, Beetlejuice, as you know, is generally known for singing about pussy and money. Those are his two big topics. Mm -hmm. Um, He feels, I've talked to him about it, he feels this is what most people have on their mind when it comes down to it. And that's how he writes. And uh, every once in a while, he will show a softer, more emotional side. As you remember, and as everyone remembers, Beat has only recorded a romantic ballad once before, back in 2016. People in Love. He debuted this song, and I thought it was beautiful. It was one of the most romantic songs I'd ever heard. It's no coincidence that that man's head is the size of a heart. I mean, he's got (laughs) so much. And I I remember the shock back in 2016 because it was such a departure from his songs that go straight to getting his dick sucked. This was like a whole new beat. Um, In fact, uh, we've gotten letters in the past from many brides who have walked down the aisle to that.
2: Wow. And, uh, enjoyed it's like a, a his, special we are idea. the world, you know, it's just beautiful.
1: <laughs> or, 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 or uh, I love you just the way you are. She's always a woman. Any, any of these. Or I'll the great
2: always love, love you. What a, you uh, yes. know, all of those great,
1: uh, songs. Yeah. With so I much got feeling. When when Beat first came out with that, I got this letter. At the time the song came out, I was going through a hard time. It made me believe in love again. It was beautiful, beautiful. uh, Who wrote um, that? (laughs) um, um, uh, Mark David Chapman. He was in prison. Lenny Dystra. (laughs) Lenny Dystra. Uh, Anyway, uh, Beatle was in a vulnerable place when he recorded this track. We're not sure if he was coming off a bad breakup, but you can hear the raw emotion in his voice. I present to you, well, i tell you what, um, here's Beetle. Uh, this is behind the scene. Before I play the finished version, let me play you this. Beetle are making it? Yes, he had a clear vision for his new song. In this clip, you're going to hear Beatle in the studio giving direction and singing some lines a cappella. And you can see how he takes charge. It's, we don't put him up to this. This is him yelling at uh, the guys that uh, this is the way things go.
15: Yeah, cause right. you gotta go to the next verse. That's why.
1: Oh, okay. it's like a like a like a tiny Quincy Jones. Listen in
14: carefully. <laughs> okay.
15: Two different songs, you know. Yeah. It goes down and down more, cause you had to go by line by line. You know what I mean?
14: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely.
15: Come
8: on. Ah, let's go, baby. You. No much to give.
15: I love you. I'm way back in the '70s, bro. Yeah,
14: that's when music was great.
15: Yeah, that's what it's all about, man.
1: Exactly. Richard is an excellent wow. yes man. He agrees with everything Beetle <laughs> <Yeah>.
14: says. <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah, you got to be real delicate with Beetle, because he can turn. He can get pissed. That, in that, that that's when, when the money comes dying. in. Yeah. And then we get the <laughs> money.
1: Well, <laughs> I love listening to you guys discuss music theory, Beetle and Richard. It's just uh, great, and. Uh, would you say Beetle that Beetle? Talking. <laughs> would you say that Beetle's a slightly less angry Phil Spector in a sense, the way he takes charge in there? <laughs> yes, thankfully he yeah. doesn't
14: have a gun in the studio.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying, Beetle was in a very vulnerable place when he recorded this track, and uh, um, but you can hear the raw emotion in his voice. I present Beetlejuice's new song on Valentine's Day. It's called "Me and You." Here it is, Robin. It either it's a style choice, and right. yeah,
2: and I think I can see a lot of first dances
1: yeah.
2: going it's... off to this song for all, Val-
1: yes, yeah. yes. for all the lovers out there on Valentine's Day. Yes, yes, all the lovers out there on Valentine's Day. If Steve Niewicky
14: on guitar, yeah,
1: is that right? And, and we're yeah. going to post the lyrics on uh, on the web. Because everyone
14: wants the lyrics, in case you want to learn how to play Everyone that wants to guitar. know what Beatle's singing about. Oh, the lyrics well, are great. N- no must to give. It's like <laughs> M-U-S. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, it's I love you, O-O-O. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't I
1: non-nassin in lovin'? I got to be Daffy <laughs> Raw. I've been in and ah, baby. No denny so this people. This is
2: love talk, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the chorus. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby, no must to give. Now push, baby, no must to give, me and you. And uh, pretty good, pretty
14: good, pretty good stuff. Happy Wild Valentine's
2: stuff. Day. <laughs> to you all. By
1: yeah. the way, Beep made some money for this, too. I know you had to ply him with a lot of money to get him record. Beep bought the following with the cash that Richard gave him. <laughs> he bought, we, we tracked him, 11 Slim Jims, two oh, sets oh. of headphones, Uh, Eight, eight, nine volt batteries And a couple of jars
13: of olives And some condoms
2: Huh. (laughs) Um, That's my shopping list
13: um, Do you remember there's like these guys These merchants on the streets of the city So one time I was with Beetlejuice And there was a guy selling bootleg uh, VHS tapes And Beetlejuice bought Two of the same VHS tape. Two. (laughs) And I said, Beetle, why are you buying two? He goes, because I want to watch it later after I see this one.
14: (laughs) (laughs) Right. He's the best.
13: Man's always
14: thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, let me. Wait uh, until you. Oh, sorry.
2: No, let me
1: move on because everyone's anxious. What do you want to say, Richard? Go ahead. I I
14: was just going to say, wait until he tries to shove those. VHS tapes into his DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Beat.
1: We love your song, and everyone is a fan, as you know. He's uh, he's he's the number one Whackpacker of all time, the goat, greatest of all time. And I got to admit, I shed just a little tiny tear when I uh, when I heard that
2: song. It was really touches you.
1: It touched beautiful, a <laughs> tiny bit. That's right. The video for Chandelier has over 2.4 billion views on YouTube. It features. Uh, that chick, who, that, that little girl who danced. The little
2: girl dancer, yeah.
1: Maddie Ziegler, I think, who plays Sia. I know a lot. I'm like Casey Kasem's Jr. Uh, Gary was trying to tell me something. Yes, Gary, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. I'm sure it's important.
12: No, I was talking about Lenny Dykstra. Um, you know, the Mets are bringing back um, uh, uh, the old-timers day, right, which they hadn't done in, in a bunch of years. And when they announced it, somewhere along the line, they made it very clear that Lenny is not invited.
1: <laughs> well, Lenny's an old-timer.
12: Yeah, why but he's is, not invited.
1: Why is he not invited? Because he carries well, on about Robin's pussy?
12: <laughs> well, I think it's more than that. I, you know, he's been to jail. He's committed oh. some crimes. Oh. You,
2: know. you know, he could be at the old-timers jail day. <laughs> like, he's got too many things to celebrate.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but Lenny, Lenny is perfect for old-timers. day. He could take out his
12: teeth. You know. <laughs> but I think it's his, what he continues to post on his social media, which if you watch his social media, what's not political, it's, you know, a lot of the way he talks to Robin. And I, th- I don't maybe they don't want that guy at the game.
1: <laughs> That's not right. It, why? That doesn't diminish how great he was as a ball player? By the way, right? isn't he anti-vax? I think I might have. Yes. I'm not yes. sure. He's, I'm not 100% actually he's, sure.
12: Yeah. No, he's he's uh he's very he seems to be anti-vax. He seems to be anti-mask. And over the weekend, I I got to completely caught up. He's in a huge Twitter feud with Richard Marks. because oh Richard God. Marks? It, what it, did he it, do? It's so it's so convoluted. Ricky Schroeder posted something supporting that blockade, you know, over in Canada. In Canada, <laughs> yeah. You mean and ri-
1: shutting down the entire country for a yes. bunch of imbeciles who who don't, who don't don't want the vaccine.
12: So then Richard Marx posted something about how stupid he thought that was, and then Lenny came to Ricky Schroeder's defense and started just like fucking wailing on Richard Marks, like Mm -hmm. wailing on him. He's like, let me understand something.
1: So Richard Marks, the singer who is married by the way, to Daisy Fuentes, who used to be a, uh,
2: I didn't know that
1: Yeah, MTV VJ. Yes. Daisy Fuentes is how you say it in Castilian. (laughs) Anyway, just for you kids out there who don't know Spanish. Yeah. So Richard Marks, he got, he was saying that the truckers were wrong. Yes. And then Lenny, I mean, in other words, he's got common sense, right? You know, these truckers, let's applaud Richard Marks for saying the right thing. These uh truckers are such scumbags. First of all, in Canada, first of all, I've always respected truckers because without truckers, you wouldn't have a country. You got, I mean, carrying yeah, they goods, move the
2: goods back and forth.
1: But in Canada, they got so wacky. And by the way, the truckers union does not support these guys. They're totally rogue. But what's going on is they want to shut down the country. They're blocking all the roads, particularly that whole passageway from Detroit to Windsor, Canada, which is such an important passageway. Uh, I know because I used to live in Detroit and I worked in Detroit and I used that tunnel a million times to go to punk clubs and get eggs thrown at me. (laughs) a <laughs> uh, very important passageway i wish personally i wish they had sealed it when i was there but these couple of truckers who do not represent the the union they um have taken it upon themselves to basically create mayhem now in canada i guess i don't know what the problem is i guess they're peaceniks over there because if i was uh, the president of uh canada the prime minister I would move, move these guys with whatever it took, one, two, three, pronto. I don't care what you got to do. Take them, spray them, uh, shoot rubber bullets at whatever the fuck you got to do to get the country back to moving, I would do. Because here's the sturdy little secret in Canada. I think they either have an 80 or 90% vaccination rate. The people of Canada love the vaccine. And they love being safe during COVID and they love wearing masks and they don't agree with these truckers. So, why these guys are carrying on, I don't know. Now, some morons in this country are calling for the same thing. The truckers. Oh, yeah. They're disrupt- like, oh, let's, uh, we ought to do that too. This is anti American. This is a, well, you don't, you don't applaud shutting down our country. We've got enough problems right now with people being ill. What is going on? When
2: did everyone become
1: so un American?
2: Howard, I am now aware that there are a lot of people who don't want the United States to get involved between Russia and the Ukraine. They agree with Putin
5: and are saying
2: that's part of Russia. He's right to do whatever he wants to do. That's happening in this country. These are the same people who loved Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan freed Russia of communism. And now they're pro-Putin. Putin's a scumbag.
1: You wouldn't want to live in a country that had Putin. And and by the way, you wouldn't want to be in the media and say something critical of Putin. Because you will end up dead. Uh, I don't know what what people are thinking. Uh, Oh, here's a note. Lenny Dykstra told us he has been vaccinated. But it's a little tough to make out because he's eating, as he tells us. Here is oh.
0: <laughs> your friend Lenny, Rob. I have the vaccine. I'm not stupid. Why wouldn't I? Even? I hate the drug. Mean drugs work out good. Any drug, drug can work for me. Would yeah, you
12: I mean, eat would you eat a girl's pussy if she hadn't had the vaccine?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> there
12: it he is. He seems Howard, I follow him on Twitter. He seems to be against uh masks and He's not. I shouldn't say he's anti-vax. He's anti-mandate is what it seems. He seems to be oh, against it, but he's totally supportive of the truckers, that's for sure. Can I Can I just... Oh, wait a just second. Re- hold it.
1: Maybe we have it wrong here. Here, Let me get the facts out. Richard Marx tweeted about Ricky Schwoder backing the truckers and the blockade. Yes. Lenny Dykstra tweeted, shut the fuck up, Marxist dick. Well, hold on.
12: So it, what happened was Richard Marx just said, Ricky Schroeder needs to shut down his mouth. And then, uh, and then um, Lenny was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, at least he doesn't have to worry about um, getting the truckers getting fired up playing. And it was awful calculated to be radio-friendly music. Real men hate that crap, just like no one ever wants to perform in a karaoke. Then he's like, come <laughs> on, buddy, let's go mano a mano. Like, he's literally saying, Richard Marx, like, meet me someplace and, you know, we can have a fight. Wow. And then, I'd like to um, see that. So then Richard Marks replies, which of your arrests are most embarrassingly lame? Grand theft, auto, identity theft, filing false financial statements, possession of cocaine, bankruptcy fraud, or indecent exposure? Oh, my God. And that's when he says, uh, hey, Lenny goes, anytime you want to discuss this in person, you're lame in real life. Again, fellow musicians even think he is a pathetic groveler. There is a reason no one sings his music at karaoke. Would you like to back up your badass keyboard warrior? Warrioring by handling this like men and fighting me in person. Pussy, do you want to fight me or not?
1: Mm, Right away. And, you know, no offense to Lenny, but I know Beth sings uh, Richard Marks in um, uh, karaoke. karaoke. (laughs) Yeah, she does quite well. Well, nothing more masculine than two guys fighting over Ricky Schroeder. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mm, Ricky Schroeder dividing our country.
12: But I think it's oh. tweets like that that make um, Lenny not welcome back at the Mets organization.
2: Well, I, you know,
1: hey, I hear you. But
2: look, he's unpredictable l- l- as well. You you leave that out. You don't know what he does or will do when he shows up. That's the beauty.
1: That's or what, what, what condition you, who knows? he'll
2: show up in.
1: He might show up at Old Timers Day and get into a fight with uh, <laughs> Richard Marks.
12: Oh, oh, that's the other thing, Howard. I forgot to tell you. He's in um, yeah. the the Mets announcer is Ron Darling, and there he's oh. just fucking hammers oh, yeah. Ron every day. They got into some argument about something that Ron wrote in his book about Lenny, and Lenny wants to fight Ron, and so I think they, I, I think the Mets are more pro Ron Darling than Lenny Dykstra.
1: I see. Yeah, Ron Darling was great, but Lenny was the best. What nails? He tough as nails. And evidently, uh, ready to go fight uh, musicians, so
2: which isn't very tough. It doesn't seem to me. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, musicians aren't known to be fighters.
1: Yeah, I guess Lenny said things like Ron Darling faked having cancer and stuff, and I guess Ron Darling didn't appreciate it. But uh, I got to say, Richard Marx is uh, right on about the truckers. In my opinion, I mean, these are just my opinions. Uh, it's it's just idiotic. And uh, being an idiot is evidently uh, in vogue now.
2: We are overrun by the stupid. Yes, the uh, yeah. that is who we're we're responding to. That is what we're having to deal with. The stupid, right? The stupid and the selfish.
5: <sighs>
2: Those things seem to go together.
1: Nikki, you're on the air in California.
16: Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? All right. Um, so I just wanted to share, because I was inspired by Richard and JD's bet, and uh, my bet my husband that um, the Bengals would win, and if they didn't, then um, he could pee on me, and vice versa, <laughs> and I lost.
1: Oh. <laughs> Let me understand the bet. So you, you, yes. the bet was, your, your husband took L.A. Right. And... um it was a straight bet. In other words, win or lose, not points or anything. No correct. points or any of that.
2: I think he was so, more excited about itself too. But yes, that's correct.
1: And your he husband wanted to. Your husband wanted to urinate on you <laughs> if you if you lost the bet. And what were you going to do to him if you had won?
16: Exactly same thing. I would have. Oh, I would same have thing. Peed on him. Yeah. So actually, now um,
1: when but, your husband peed on you. How soon after the game did your husband say, I now want to urinate on you? Time to pay up.
16: He was pounding water. We both were. um, And then right away, I said, "Okay, let's go. And um, we had the shower. I was like, let's do it in the shower. I'm not going to like king of all black this and get a tarp out or anything. Um, So, yeah, it was like it it was funny because we actually both liked it.
1: (laughs) Well, let me understand what happened. So you say you went in the shower. Did, uh, did he run the water when he peed on you, or was the water off and you were just in the shower?
16: Yeah, the uh, the water was on a bit, and but but it was only hitting me. And then um, and then <laughs> he started hit, uh, giving me the shower, also the golden shower.
1: <laughs> oh, so the
2: water was running. I, I see. I hmm. don't know about that. That's not really taking it full blast. Oh, Robin, I took it full blast.
1: <laughs> Were you fully nude?
16: Yes. Of course.
1: And uh, how do you look? I'm curious.
16: Um, I would say, well, I think, I don't know, maybe like a mix between Megan Fox and Britney Spears.
1: Oh, my God. Now that's a mix. <laughs> uh, you look like Megan Fox and Britney Spears?
16: Mix. Together.
1: Wow. Well there's nothing wrong with that mixture, so you're a super hot woman.
16: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> how tall are you?
16: I'm five eight.
1: Well that's a good height. That's a perfect height. And and how much do you weigh? Uh one
16: twenty eight.
1: One twenty eight, five eight. Okay. And big boobs?
16: Yeah. Um. Actually, one is way bigger than the other, but um. Hmm. <laughs> cause they're what hell is that? About?
1: <laughs> Don't you one think you get big... that
16: even yeah.
2: What are you talking? Yeah, about? <laughs> I mean,
1: I was getting a boner, and then all of a sudden, you got two different sized titties. How big is one? Well, like one's a B and
11: the other's a C.
16: It's totally exactly right. Yeah, and the, you know, I always told my husband like it's almost like being with two different women. You know, like
11: I keep no, it No, it's not.
16: Classy, but
1: it's
2: well, like being I mean, with that's one she woman, like Britney Spears and, and yeah. Megan Fox. She's
1: right, one you, you got one, one titty is Megan Fox's, and the other titty <laughs> right. is Britney Spears. Exactly. <laughs> no wonder your husband's peeing on you. First of all, it's a very angry bet. <laughs> it was my idea. I'm going to pee on you, and I'll you know. I mean, I don't know. So okay, well, no, it was my
16: idea. It was my call. I just said, "Hey, what if we make it interesting? You know, we've been together almost 20 years, so <clears throat> I just said." Let's make it interesting and do that. And he was like, wow, that's really cool. I think that's, you know, wh- whose wife so, would ever suggest
1: that. So you, he never peed on you before. This was the first time.
16: Correct. Right. That's right. And that's so like, as soon as
1: the game was over, do you disrobe oh. in front of your husband and you go, yeah, let's go. And you both get completely nude in front of one another.
16: That's right. And, right. We, and, and I go, how are you going to be able to pee with a boner? But I mean, what do I know? Right. And then, um. And he did. <laughs> it took him a minute. I was like, you're totally going to be gun-shy. And he was, but it, it took him a minute. But but uh, it happened. I mean, and I was, so the water wasn't running on the side where he peed, to be clear for Robin. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think this would have been more interesting had you not had the water running. Now, you say you okay. got excited by this. When he peed on yeah. you, what part of your body is he peeing? On your chest, on he, your back? Where is he?
16: B- both my chest and my back. It was all over.
1: You were rolling yes. around while he peed.
16: No, standing up,
2: twirling. <laughs> oh, you twirled for him.
1: You twirled and you stood up. See, this yeah, is right. Fun. You should <laughs> have been lying yeah,
2: down yeah, in the. Uh, maybe it's a shower and not a tub with a shower. Well, I
1: I always think of uh, Chuck Berry style. You know, you you're in the tub and you know, but Chuck Berry used to they used to, to pee on people's faces and come and pee in their eye, and it was burning. It was horrible. A horrible yeah. video. We
17: made
1: it um,
8: like,
1: so no, no. was there so much? Could you smell the pee?
17: Uh, you know what? He doesn't
16: No, He was very hydrated. So I think it doesn't smell as bad when you're hydrated. I didn't smell anything bad.
1: Well, just, I got to tell you something, uh, Nikki. <laughs> I think the pee didn't smell because there was so much water running. That I really.
16: Yeah, you're bumming me out. I feel like I did the wrong thing here by having the water on.
1: I mean the hardcore would have been really getting peed on. Right. Uh so that you're completely humiliated and disgusted. This uh peeing while the shower's running is almost irrelevant.
2: Yeah. And I'm calling oh, that's like yeah. running it right off.
1: Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on the whole thing,
16: honestly. I don't think I don't you got
2: uh he got his bed paid. Okay, so
16: so what do I no. do? Do I redo it? What's you it? know what? I talked to Howard and he well, told
1: you know you lame. didn't really you didn't really get humiliated that was that's the whole point yeah. of peeing on someone where it's like oh my god this is horrible and well, uh you know you you, you you gotta
16: you could look at it like okay this is kind of fun it's
1: the we, we got on and, uh, <laughs> yeah. hold on
5: a second
1: a ladies and gentlemen it is a very famous actor named michael kane want to talk to uh, oh. nikki yes my, mr kane
0: is <laughs> If you want to properly piss on a woman, what you've got to do is this. You have to drink enough water to pee, but not too much, or the pee just looks like clear water. You want a good strong stream, so hydration is key. But you can't overdo it. You've got to be careful. It's best to take a multivitamin about three hours just before you urinate. It's all about balance. <laughs>
1: Well, that's an interesting thing, what you say about multivitamin, because that would probably make the pee smell more and also look more yellowish.
2: That's right. Of course. Yeah, it might even always, yeah,
0: always for is- the eyes. Okay. It blinds them, no. and then it leaves them helpless. That's terrible advice. All right, thank but you. Michael, Listen, I know please. all the ins and outs of making a tinkle on a lady. All right, thank you.
1: Never do that in <laughs> someone's eyes. First of all, don't pee on anybody. But if you're going to do it...
2: Wait, why? I mean,
1: it's so crazy. Well, well
2: I don't know. I mean, you can do
1: whatever you want. It's just yeah. kind of And I would think if the urine does get in your eyes, it really would be burning. Yes, yeah. King of All so Blacks, it- what do you want to say?
11: I just want to know, um, why would they have to wait for bets and all of that? Because they it was acting like it would be punishment. But that's peeing on, uh, my wife peeing on me is a pleasure. It's not a punishment. So that's not a bet. Like You know what I mean? Well, well, they made it like
1: a, a sexy bet. I get it, yeah, King. Yeah. They, they made it like a sexy bet.
11: Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was like uh, like a punishment because if, if if my wife bet me that she would pee on me, I would want her to win the bet. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would be like, wait <laughs> for me to lose.
1: I see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fascinating. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, here but is uh, on our phone right it. now. Yes, King. Thank you.
11: Hello? The uh, best part of it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you.
1: Hello.
11: Yes. All right. The be- you hate this discussion, but the best part of it is the anticipation of it happening.
16: Yes. You know what I mean? Like. All
1: right. On our phone now is Cindy. Uh, Cindy, what do you want to say?
16: Hi, Howard. This is so weird. So I had a similar bet with my husband. I bet him the Bengals would win, and if I lost, I had to gargle his diarrhea. <laughs>
1: i see are you hot
16: well i am i'm sort of a cross between like a britney spears and a susan boyle
1: oh that's a good combo susan boyle and britney yeah. spears i see
16: yeah I, I'm and what about a, your a uh, breasts
1: are they feet. two different sizes
16: <laughs> my breasts are fine but i have one leg that's way bigger than the other <laughs> hang on i i have some of my husband's diarrhea here. I'm going to gargle it right now. Here we go. All oh, it's
1: right. okay. so yicky. <laughs> All
9: right, there you go. All right. Yeah. Thank you.
1: All right, Nikki. Why would her uh, husband have diarrhea? <laughs> right. Don't try to analyze this too much. All right, Nikki. Uh, I, I say good for you and your husband with your sexy bed and uh, peeing on each other in the shower and good luck with your two different size titties. Thank you. <laughs>
17: Thank you so much.
1: Goo for you. <laughs> goo for you, too. There you go. That's Nikki quoting Beetlejuice as he says, goo for you. Goo for you. That's right. Everybody loves it. All right. Let me get to, uh, it's getting late in the show, and I do want to get to J.D.'s Super Bowl adventure. I do want to get to uh, some what the fans have written us. We got some great <laughs> fan feedback. So much to get to. <laughs> oh,
2: <my God>. oh. <laughs> now, this is his, previous crying, right? This has nothing yes. to do with his trip. Right. Oh,
1: here's a trucker who is counter-protesting in Ontario. This is Ryan. Yes. Uh, well, how do you counter that?
7: Hey, now, actually, not a trucker. I don't consider myself to be a truck, but, uh, yeah, we've been going out counter-protesting all the clown boys around our area here in southern Ontario over the last week or so uh, using what Rollingstone.com called a gay metal porno song.
1: Why is your government so uh, wimpy about this?
2: Why why are they not shutting this
1: down? Why are they? Well, they have up with now. It?
2: They have opened they have. up that main bridge. Yep. To um, sure.
7: Canada here we have our
1: Tr- Prime
2: Trudeau. Trudeau, yeah.
7: it's, 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 it's,
1: it's too much.
7: I, mean, I hear you. Come on.
1: Yeah. I think, think
7: right. his dad, back in the seventies, he enacted a war measures act to kind of shut things down when we had terrorists taking over at that point. Quebec separatists. I think he might be afraid to do the same.
1: All right. Well, there you go. Very good, Ryan. And let's go to Chris. Chris, go ahead in Pennsylvania.
18: Hi, Howard. This is like an intense hour,
11: honor man. I've been listening to you for like decades now, so I just want to do one thing. Hey now,
1: hey now. <laughs> all, all right, enough. Okay. So let me tell you about um, let me tell you about Super Bowl Fifty Six and JD. Uh, we all know the the Bengals uh, lost twenty three twenty a heartbreaker for young j d Los Angeles Rams in l a beat his team he really thought destiny was on his side he thought that of course uh, the,
2: the time had come, yes, and this yeah. burrow character was the messiah who was going to lead yep. them out of the wilderness
1: well they're still in the wilderness <laughs> unfortunately for j d he's got on his bangles. Fuck now out in hollywood i see jd and i also see jonathan blitt who has followed jd and has been uh, recording jd observing jd so uh
15: oh yes he has yes he
6: has thank you so much for sending us howard thank you it's been fantastic so far
1: Uh, has it been interesting watching jd i know you're not a huge football fan so you weren't focused on the game
6: you were focused on jd the whole time Yes, I was focused on j d watching football, and it is it, it it's fucking stressful like I can't deal with the ups and the downs of, of j d watching this game It's brutal, really brutal
15: yeah, when, well, well uh, what didn't what what helped with the stress was I had someone sitting next to me every five minutes asking me what direction each team is going and who has the ball.
1: Well I need to know <laughs> no, in to other words, the game. <laughs> <laughs> Blit can't follow the game, so he's asking you to sort of do the play-by-play,
15: huh? <laughs> like, is yeah. that good? Is that good? Wait, was that good? Well, is I was that-
1: caring about him.
15: Fucking the, the burrow gets sacked, and he's asking me, wait, was that good? That was good, right? And I'm like, no, that was not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I've gone to football games. You do miss the play-by-play announcer. It is nice because sometimes, yeah. I, I don't know, where, I don't. how were the seats? Were they decent, J.D.? I,
15: I, listen, I, I first of all, thank you uh, for sending me, it was very, it's one of the nicest things someone has ever done for me. I am very appreciative. I want to get that out there before any of the negativity starts because of the game. Uh, but the seats, uh, they were up, they were, uh, up in the 500 section, which is fine. Listen, there's no bad seat in the, uh, at that stadium. It's a, it's a great stadium. Uh, you can see the whole field and you can see what was going on. And there's also a, a TV, a big old big TV screen that you can look at if, you want to see, you know, closer to the acting closer. Um,
1: well, so, yeah. what was it like for you? The Bengals were winning with only 90 seconds left in the game. I mean, it looked like yes. they were going to win. Uh, when you saw that yes. just kind of erode, what, what What? What was the feeling?
15: I mean, it was just, I well, first of all, I felt like an idiot because I basically cried like, three different times, probably multiple times. Uh, you know, definitely when, whenever something, like, really good happened, I would start to get emotional. I'd be like, I had to, like, compose myself. And then, you know, whenever You mean in front of... But you
1: mean, you mean sitting there with Blit, and you yeah, started felt, crying?
15: Yes, yeah, so I had to, like, stop right. myself. I was like, you got to get a hold of yourself. You look ridiculous right now. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then all these flags started flying at the end, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, right. So, and, and you know, whatever. It, it was very dark. Was he very goes dark.
6: to a dark place, man. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> really depressing, and you don't even want to touch him or look at him or talk to him. It's I would compare it to like bad trippy on mushrooms. The emotions get so low with him that it it's it, it's scary a little bit to me. Did yeah. you see? Dark.
1: Did did you see the um rocking back and forth that JD sometimes does in his seat when he watches the games were you, were you were we were, you, were you witnessing that
6: Yeah there was standing rocking there was sitting rocking and then he was just when he gets down he gets very still and he really he internalizes all of these emotions and they they just sit there like a rock, and you feel it. It's, it's really, that's why, you know, he's okay. I really was nervous for him if the Bengals, you know, lost, and they did, and it sucks. But he's, you know, I'm happy. He's he's not as bad as I thought is, he would be.
1: Is it fair to say that the players look less stressed than J.D.? 100%. Right.
6: 100%. This guy has the weight of the team on his shoulders. It's It's insane. <laughs> I've never seen anything like. I this can't believe
2: before. he was willing to do all of this in public. You know that stuff you do at home when nobody else can see you I, is one thing. But you with the other fans, were the other fans, public?
1: Robin makes a good point. Were the other fans laughing at you, JD? Uh, were they
6: ridiculing <laughs> you at any point?
2: No, I think I
15: think they all got it. I, don't know, I was hoping they weren't like well, staring at me. But...
6: JD's kind of like a lone wolf. He doesn't chant along with <sighs> the other fans. He's very to himself. Like he could care less about the uh, jovialness of uh, the game he's very angry and focused and somber but when the team does well then he kind of you know gets excited
1: at any point in the game did, did people think you were jd's caretaker rather than his
6: <laughs> friend <laughs> it could be it's very possible but the fans right. love him jd's fans they like stalk him out and they're they're like beyond Excited to meet this guy. JD's a, a little nervous at first. You know, he kind of is, he's like doesn't want to stop and chat. He's like high and by with his fans. But then when he gets warmed up, he becomes more gracious. So
1: when fans, uh, what you're saying out in LA, people did not recognize JD from time to time,
6: Non-stop. non nonstop. <laughs> stop. People that. thanked him for his laugh in the morning. It like helps me so much every day. People are are really grateful. I think JD. um has such uh, an incredible impact on the listeners. People love him. Is J.D. gracious about his
1: fame, or would you say that he's kind of nasty to his fans? If they want (laughs) a selfie, will J.D. take a selfie with them, or does he blow them off?
6: I needed if I wasn't there, he would have blown them off. I needed to. That's true, but it's more that he's I think shy or he doesn't trust these people at first. He's very (laughs) timid, like a cat that's or a a dog that's been abused. Maybe when he
1: (laughs) when he becomes Hollywood Harmeyer, you know, when he's hanging out with let's say Ryan Phillippe or, or all his famous friends. Yeah. Does, does he complain about his fans to them because they understand him? Do they? Does he ever say, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, I'd like a minute to myself here, Ryan? To, you know,
6: I mean, do the two of them commiserate? They do a little bit, but that's a friendship that's really kind of blown my mind.
15: Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I don't. I didn't complain about my fans. I've never said that. Well, you,
6: you don't complain, but you do complain. You don't want. You know, you don't want to deal with them. You just high and buy them. So. It's important to be great, grateful to these no, people, I, I, J.D. That's the thing.
15: It's not It's not like that. Yeah, it is. The kind <laughs> so of, no, it is.
6: It is. No, not, it is no, trust no, me. But, it is.
1: Now, what about this dinner? So, when J.D. got out to Hollywood, right away, his big <laughs> connection is Ryan Philippe, the actor. Oh, yeah. uh, he mm-hmm. blew off Jerry O'Connell. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> uh, Jerry O'Connell was pissed. I, I He even... Was he? Yeah. Oh, Here, he, he, I'll play fine. Here's a voicemail. This is... Jerry O'Connell being mad at J.D., he offered his house to J.D. And uh, and J.D. rejected it. I thought he was crazy. I would love to go to Jerry's house and see Rebecca <laughs> running around in the backyard <laughs> with, a, with a swimsuit on. But uh, J.D. didn't want it. And Jerry hey,
7: hey, Hollywood Harmeyer. It's Jerry O'Connell. Hello, hello. Um, guess you don't want to stay at our house out here in Los Angeles if you want us to... Uh, Leave you alone. We were gonna have a lot of fun in Hollywood Harmire. We were gonna hit the gym. We were gonna work on our musculature I was gonna take you to the club. I Go Bengals. Have fun in Hollywood Harmire.
1: So what happened when you got out to LA? You guys took a plane out there, you get to LA. How many days before Super Bowl do you get out there?
15: Oh, uh, we got out here Friday.
1: Friday, okay. And 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 when does the um, – when does Jade, J.D. settles into his hotel, and then how soon does he start hanging out with Ryan Philippi?
6: Well, a uh, dinner. We met for dinner, um, and, you know, Ryan showed up, and they're like two peas in a pod. Actually, I think – didn't Ryan text you again, just hoping to see you? Yes. Yeah. Yes,
15: he wants to meet up again, or try to meet up before we leave, so – well, yeah. save that happens. <laughs> no you know, kidding. Boy, he loves JD, it. JD.
1: What do you, what do you talk to Ryan Phil? You know, it's just that when I think of Ryan Philippe and the, the good looking guy and, you know, he's like a
6: Hollywood leading man. Very good looking. He looked good at dinner. He was a very good looking this guy. This guy is fantastic. He is like <laughs> the coolest dude. I've, one of the coolest dudes, if not Are the women dude constantly
1: I've ever met. coming up to the table, uh, not only attacking JD, but, uh, attack,
15: attacking <laughs> Ryan Philippe? No. No, the no, people left us alone. People, people left Ryan alone. Um, well, some people did not the people that worked there. Well, the waiter I heard,
6: flipped out. What do you mean the waiter flipped out? What did he do?
15: He was blown away
6: by JD. This guy knows everything about JD, everything about the show. He he freaked out. He was like at the top of his lungs. He could not believe he was with JD. He's like, "How are you at this restaurant? What is going on here?" He could give a shit about Ryan. He was just. All about J.D., you know. Yeah. It was
1: a, what is it was that incredible. dynamic like? Does Ryan Philippe become a little weirded out and jealous when J.D. is the big star at the table and he's kind of not even being noticed?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think he might. let J.D. shine. He <laughs> let J.D. have his moment. Yeah, he's okay. he's humbled that oh, way.
1: I know okay. I've been out to dinner with celebrities and, like, like, let's say I go to dinner with Jimmy Kimmel and someone comes up to the table and uh, if even one person starts carrying on about Jimmy. I can't deal with that. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm sitting here. This it gets me crazy. So I can imagine for Ryan Philippe to be, you know, pushed aside for J D, it must have been horrible.
15: He was fine. He was fine.
1: Really? That well, that's pretty yeah. good because I know my self worth is completely uh, uh, there based on whether or not the fans love me. So I can't imagine what it was like for him to see JD getting adulation and he and he was not getting any. And so the waiter was uh, starstruck by JD. Yeah, took and, selfies uh, with him. I understand wow. it was conversation
6: about the cum hat. Well, that was another waiter. The uh, the other waiter promised he didn't uh, come in our dessert. Which I that thought was, was nice. fantastic. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah.
1: Does the re- does the restaurant become electrified? Do the do the then do people start hounding
6: JD for autographs? Not not at the restaurant, but you could tell that everyone recognizes JD, whether they go up to him or not, or they feel the energy not to approach. Um, but approach JD. That's what I say to all of JD fans. Make a bit of an effort if you see him. Stop him on the street. Give him a hug. No, he needs that. Don't
15: give me a hug. I'll he
6: loves hug. hugs. Trust me, stop, he loves stop this it. guy. Love hugs. John, stop it. If you see him, I'm talking to everyone who's listening. If you see JD, <laughs> no. make an effort, stop him, say hello, shake his hand, give him a hug. That's it. Shake my what,
1: hand. What what did was there any hijinks in LA? Where, I know you're a practical joker, uh Jonathan. And uh Look, you know,
2: like did, did you, you put the waiter up to this? <laughs> i, no, I have a feeling he i did. swear no. to you I,
6: I swear you know i listened to rob and i'm not the action jd is the action and <laughs> right. i promise you i did not put the waiter up to that at I mean, any
1: point did perfect. you at any point did you, you tell the crowd at the restaurant that jd was the biggest uh, drug dealer no, Angeles. but I did tell
6: people when we
15: flew that he was it was his first time flying. That oh, I was telling people <laughs> it was his first, He wouldn't first stop time. he wouldn't stop telling he told every single person that we would walk by yeah. that it was my first time flying. Even when we got off the plane, that was his first <laughs> flight. That was his first <laughs> flight. I'm like, "Stop it." <laughs> That's just so I was,
6: funny. I was hoping they announced it on the the radio thing yeah. but maybe on the way back i'll no, do it so yeah I, no. now that we've done it and everything we could do some fun stuff on the plane on the way back no, no we don't <laughs>
1: well let me ask you something john we, in other yeah. words uh the, the 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 you're on the plane and when you tell people it's jd's first flight yeah. what is the reaction do they go over and say oh don't worry it'll be okay i've flown many times do they console jd and and,
6: and, and the, they were surprised they're like oh really congratulations That's wonderful." Yeah, that's,
15: that's oh, it, it, like. st- it. Literally, it started with the baggage claim lady, and she's like, "Really? What?" Yeah, yeah that's right. I was like, "Come on, let's go. About her And, and JD, what do you, what no do you agent.
1: say? Do you tell the baggage lady that in fact it is not your first flight? or Yes, I or... say it's
15: not my first flight. Is, stop it! He's being stupid. He needs to go along with. Then we the go pits. through security. He's telling the security <laughs> person. Then we, go through, <laughs> then we get to like our gate. He's telling people there, and then we get on the plane. He's telling the flight attendant. It. Then we sit down, he telling the people sitting around John, what is he stop? John, what
1: is the idea there in your mind to, to, that they start treating him like a slow adult, like, "Oh my God, this guy's like a girl.: No, man. I
6: really hope that they, w- they announced on the, on the loudspeaker that we have a first-time flyer today. His name is J.D. Harmeyer. Give him a hand of applause. But next, I think on the way back, I'm going to tell them that it's our one-year anniversary as a gay couple, <laughs> and true. that it's his no. first time flying. No. That'll ah. do it. Uh, I think, yeah. You'll I think get that announcement. Uh, maybe, Your you husband. know what? Maybe I'll yeah. announce it. Uh, maybe I'll propose no. to him. Oh, I could do that. I could do something I even better. I swear bigger. to God. I'm going to I'm <laughs> propose to him on the plane. I swear I'm proposing to him. look at me. Look at me. Don't you. do that. I'm going to get up Don't and I'm going to be like this. This, I've been in love with this man for so many years. I'm going to get a <laughs> ring also. So I already crazy. have a
15: <laughs> ring, asshole. You know,
6: so it's your fashion ring. <laughs> oh, my fashion oh, ring. Oh, I can't wait to do this. No, you're not doing this. Oh, I'm doing this.
15: it. I swear to God, dude. Blit, look at me. I'm looking at you. look at me. You are not doing it. I
6: can't stop the avalanche lunch no this, this <laughs> hand we're going That's on it. separate
15: flights i'm
6: getting my flight no, okay changed. i'll change my flight too no. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> your plan
1: is to go on the plane and propose to jd and say i'm in love I with i think 100 yep
6: <laughs> in front of all the uh,
1: and you're the gonna steward. get down
2: on your knees he's gonna all fucking out. do it yeah. he's, gonna, uh-huh. he's gonna do it
6: it's already uh, Yep. God damn it <laughs> and if he says no It's no, and there'll be booze, and I'll start crying, and I'll I'll throw a tantrum if you say no to my proposal. All right, do me a favor
1: because we want to know what it's going to be like. Um, Give Mm -hmm. us a little taste of. You know, you're going to turn to JD and say what?
6: Okay, I'll say like this. I'll be like, JD, everyone on this plane. I don't know if people understand love, but this is taking a lot out of me. But I've been very in love with this man. For the past year and a half, and even though our parents don't accept us, J.D. Harmeyer, will you will you be my husband for life?
15: Stop it! Stop this right now! No, please! I'm not doing this. I need you. I will walk away from you. And, and then...
6: I'll say, don't. Don't go. I'll cause a steam. <laughs> Please say yes, J.D.
15: Please. <laughs> walk You've been away.
6: inside me. I've right. been inside <laughs> of you. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <That's enough>. Finish <laughs> in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I know You're what gonna, your uh, cum tastes stop like. now. Is oh it yes God. or no? no. no. On,
15: on the
1: plane, you is. can't say, um, I've been inside you, you know, because there's kids and You're stuff. So you got right. to keep it right. up. you got to
6: edit. Thank you. I was workshopping, but thank you for holding me back on some of that. Yeah, maybe you could dialogue. work in something like
1: I've loved you since the first time we, I don't know, we um,
6: penetrated hmm. each other?
1: No, no, that's a little strong. No. First time we kissed. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, yeah, first time we
6: kissed it. on the mouth, French kissed with tongue. Right.
15: Well, right. take it easy. All I right. mean, you don't have All to right, get sorry. graphic. Yeah, yeah. No, he gets graphic. That's no, the no, problem. No. In the moment, I'll fucking get all graphic. And Why don't you
1: just say?
6: going get arrested. JD,
1: from the first day I tasted you.
6: Yeah, that's good. That's right. Perfect. <laughs> from the first day I tasted you, I knew I could taste no other man. He tastes mm. like vanilla covered cream filled donuts. And and scene. Oh. <laughs> You should say, I love the
1: fact that you don't wash your sheets and you
6: don't shower. I love love your stink. Great. (laughs) I love putting peanut butter all over. Shut up. <laughs> JD, it sounds exhausting hanging
1: around with blood It must be. It can't
15: be at times. Yeah. We had a lunch. We had a lunch the other day. It was like two hours. We just sat there. Yeah, <laughs> He's like drinking wine, and looking at people. I'm like, I'm ready
6: to go. You were enjoying yourself, and then you went shopping. You bought your wife a beautiful candle, <laughs> a candle expensive like no other.
15: She likes
1: oh yeah? Yes. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I bought, Did it you get a, one a, of yeah. those
15: uh, candles that smell like one of Paltrow's vagina? No, it's it's like some Mediterranean thing. It was like it was like $120. 100, $130. It was
6: 120.
15: Wow. 130. dollars And you're gonna you are going to light how, that how, up how, and like, burn it? That's like you're spending free. How much <laughs> How much was that shirt? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Why, just, be, why didn't you it just why didn't you just burn a $100 bill? Right. You could going to yeah. burn
1: down. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let me let me here. Let me go let me review the Super Bowl. If anybody needs to jump in, that's okay. Um, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is on the phone real quick. He has two <laughs> seconds. Yes, sir.
11: I you know it was an honor to play in Super Bowl 56. <laughs> I've really been training my entire life up to this moment, and I, I do have to say that while I was playing in my periphery, I was thrown off, and I saw this idiot in the stands rocking back and forth and back and forth. I dropped the ball. Matthew Stafford took the ball, and it fucked me up. So
1: you're saying the Bengals lost because J.D. was rocking back and forth and you could spot him in your peripheral vision.
11: As a performer and as a player, I can't perform with that vision. sort of nonsense going on. I kept hearing these noises, this hooting. I, I thought maybe there was something wrong on the field. So I would right. look around the field. Next thing I know, Cam Anchors is there taking the ball. You got a uh, Van Jefferson there, wide receiver, taking the ball. And that was it. <laughs> Completely fucked up my game. You're
15: talking Cooper Cup there, pal. <laughs>
6: A lot
11: the cup played a pretty interesting game, but if it wasn't for, I, I kept hearing the snorting coming from the uh, field. Uh, uh,
15: <laughs> okay.
1: All
11: right. Anyway. Uh, oh, by the
1: way, I was talking earlier about the rock. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, like I said, he, dude, the rock is,
15: yeah. People loved him there. He was, he got one of the highest, uh, cheers there. Uh in the stadium I know. so that doesn't I mean,
2: stand you, for anything that people don't have good taste
15: <laughs> i, I, agree no, I, 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 I very... don't
2: want
1: to bash the rock but it's just he looks so peculiar to me i mean i understand it's an accomplishment to get that large as a human being it's jacked
2: and then find something to do with it because a lot of people right. get that large and all they are is large
1: <laughs> and evidently it's very you know its a, it's a great discipline to get that large but i can't help but think Getting that large also indicates some kind of emotional problem, you know, in the sense that, like, you're spending your whole day and night in the gym. Okay, I get why he's doing it. He's making a lot of money, but it's like, again, maybe he's all natural, but I just can't believe it. It, it, Well, I
2: know he's Samoan, and Samoans are big people.
1: Yeah. All right. So maybe genetically he's gifted, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I think when you get to the point where you're, you know, you're shaving down and your veins look like they're popping out of your head and your arms. And I don't know. I, I guess well, maybe it's a great feeling. I don't know, but,
2: uh, <laughs> well, I, Arnold case, said, wasn't it that pumping was like coming, right?
1: Yeah. But, but I guess it's the enhancements that trouble me, like to the point that you, you know, your whole life becomes getting big it's uh i understand wanting to be healthy but anyway i didn't know i was just watching the rock i don't know what the fuck he was doing out there he was screaming and yelling and trying to pay attention but <laughs> i don't know what was he carrying on what was that
2: well was he's he there because the... i think he has a new series coming out on oh, nbc okay and but, so that's guess... the tie-in they're promoting him
1: well is getting this, the crowd hyped up yeah but the crowd was plenty hyped. I mean, what was he being? His they don't need him character? for the Super Bowl. Yeah,
6: it felt like he was like doing a Shakespearean. It was kind of character. It was very theatrical. Well, he
15: was doing his. He was doing more. Of I think he was being the Rock, bit. the wrestler. Yeah. yeah, he was being oh, a yeah. wrestler. That's the only acting yeah.
2: he really has trained for.
15: Because every time he Should... would go in the ring, he would go. Now, finally, the Rock has come back to. Oh,
6: so he, he was in his. He was in his wrestling character.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Should your arms be bigger than your head, I guess, is what I'm asking. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's an odd look. But, okay. I guess some men would say, hey, you wish you looked like that. But, anyway, here's the rock screaming on the field about, I guess, motivating us to get excited for the
9: Finally!
14: unrelenting defense a head spinning onslaught
9: i was like oh
15: my god it's exhausting <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was ready for that damn game to start already and then they kept keep doing, right. You know, this right they thing had the, thing. all
2: these preliminaries
15: yeah uh-huh.
1: enough they, 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 they like 30 patriotic songs that deep voice announcer gets me every time <laughs> is it the <laughs> I think same that,
2: guy we talked to that time
1: i think it's alan yeah, roach I, Was it? Yeah, Howard. yeah, exactly.
9: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Howard oh, Stern
8: <laughs> <laughs> when, when, he was,
9: when
1: he was talking before the game, I, I got some tape. <laughs> um the pregame show is always extremely patriotic, you know. Which is right. fine. They had America the Beautiful, the national anthem, a military color guard, an Air Force flyover. Just uh, just super patriotic and uh, yeah, the guy. It says here the announcer was Sam Lagana, but I think it was Alan
15: Roach. Yeah, I, th- I think it was too. It was Alan. Yeah, I think they bring in a neutral announcer because the Super Bowl is supposed to be a neutral site, even though the fucking L.A. Rams play at that stadium. So Robin Quivers. Uh, they bring in Alan Roach as a sort of neutral uh, type guy. It was
1: like a five-hour pregame show. At one point, they didn't know what to do. They had, um, they had Jeff Goldblum on. <laughs> <laughs> who, who did,
2: I, I What's he got what to do was with going. the Super Bowl? Uh,
1: NBC Universal used the opportunity to promote some of its upcoming films and projects. During one segment, they brought together actor Jeff Goldblum, NASCAR personality Dale Earnhardt Jr., and host of Netflix floor is Lava Rutledge Wood. So Jeff could promote the upcoming movie Jurassic World Dominion. Ah. That's there's there's the explanation. Jeff didn't okay. know who was playing in the game and started talking about a movie nobody else knew.
13: We know you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan.
1: Yes, I am. This is a dream come true for me, by the way. Yeah. You superstars you.
13: <laughs> well, you 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 the gotta best. pick
15: either the Rams or the Bengals. I know this is LA. Who's in it again? The, the Los Rams, Angeles
0: Rams and the,
4: Bengals. And the Minnesota Bengals. The Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Wait yeah. a minute. Well, I like that movie, The Cincinnati Kid. Who was in that? Oh,
12: that was uh, Dale's a movie buff. Uh, that was. Um, yeah, I, I'm Cincinnati drawing a blank. Kid, drawing a blank Kid. on this Edward one.
0: Edward G. Robinson, and also I think Anne Margaret, but all the Cincinnati Kid himself was
7: um I, I don't know steve mcqueen, steve McQueen. McQueen come on right, right there, we should right there. That. hey speaking of great movie stars you're one your new movie jurassic world dominion
2: coming out Jeez.
7: june 10th
1: that's a man what wow. a <laughs> segment AB,
2: uh, nbc has you locked up and they're going to tell you everything they're doing. I, uh,
1: you're not kidding i mean maybe a two-hour pregame show <laughs> hold on a second i'll be
0: right back oh hey jeff goldblum how you doing pal (laughs) howard howard listen i'm uh, right here in front of my piano just tickling some of these ivories and i can't stop thinking about those new york chiefs last night Mm -hmm. (laughs) what a game oh what a game hey how to love love jazz jazz and football football and jazz (laughs) yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, I
1: saw you on there. I was like, "What is Jeff Goldblum doing?" I mean, they've run out of people to interview. They got Jeff Goldblum <laughs> talking mm. about uh,
0: the Steve McQueen movies. Oh, hey, have you ever seen the 1952 hit film High Noon? Mm, Gary Cooper, <laughs> the Cooper Man. Remember him? Played a ooh, played a mean town marshal. Mm, All right. Well, if you ever did you see JD out there? Oh, mm, I, I I saw Cincinnati <laughs> Seahawks. They played well. They were great. Yes. Yeah, come on. Did mm. you see? Did you run into JD out there in LA? I didn't. I didn't run into JD, but I wish I did. Uh would love to sit down and talk to him about those Alaskan dolphins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: I gotta go. We're in the middle of a recap here. Thank you. Recap.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway this is that deep voice. when i heard his voice it's, it literally stops me in my tracks because i guess you know i'm a radio man and i always wanted one of those big deep booming voices howard and yeah like that because <laughs> you know i would have hired right out of high school i wouldn't even have to go to college had a voice yeah like but
2: that. what are you gonna say in a voice like that that doesn't matter can distinguish from your I don't know. I don't think you can joke. Hey,
1: now. <laughs> but you get a lot of commercials. You know, commercial guys all sound like that.
9: Yeah. Welch's grape juice. Think <laughs> Welch's grape juice. Welch's grape juice.
2: I'll never Welch's, forget that. <laughs>
9: Welch's grape juice. Robin. Welch's Robin. grape juice. If I had a voice like this, forget about it. I would we never
2: be. would have worked together.
9: My blouse would be thick. And muscular, I would have arms the size of a rock.
2: You oh can't talk God. to this voice.
8: <laughs> oh
9: yes, you can, honey. You know you want it. <laughs> <And> JD, <sighs> how many commercials could I do a day? Welch's, <laughs> Welch's.
2: You'd be in high yeah. demand. Oh,
1: I'd be working all the time. I wouldn't have to yeah. even tell stupid jokes. I could just.
2: You wouldn't rotten. have time to write jokes, yeah. <laughs> Is time to think of JD taking his penis. And Robin quivers. <laughs>
1: Here he is introducing um, Mickey Guyton for the national anthem, and he says she has the voice
9: to of an honor angel. America and perform our national anthem. Please welcome four-time Grammy-nominated country sensation with the voice of an angel, Mickey Guyton. Mickey Guyton. How do you decide which...
1: All right, honey. How do you decide which words you're going to hold? Like He goes, Mickey Guyton. (laughs) Mickey (laughs) Guyton. Mickey (sighs)
9: Guyton. Jesus, Robin, my, my balls are as big as bean bags. <laughs> Robin, I will now blow up the stadium with my voice. <laughs> Come on, honey, you know, you've got to be attracted to a man with a voice
2: like this. I'd be laughing all the time. You Like anything you say. Just like that guy says Robin Quivers, and makes you laugh. Robin Quivers.
9: (laughs) (laughs) See? Robin Ophelia Quivers. Robin (laughs) Ophelia Quivers. (laughs) Robin (laughs) Ophelia Quivers. (laughs) Everything seems very important when you talk. Honorary captains for Super Bowl 56 the captains of the California School for the Deaf, Riverside Cubs. And players from the League of Champions, Inglewood Chargers, and Watts Rams. And, and you don't know the what coin, they're saying. Sports icon, equality <laughs> no. champion, and the first female athlete ever to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom from here in Long Beach, California, Billie Jean King. 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 And referee, Ronald Torbert. Torbert. <laughs>
1: You know what? Uh, same with the commercials. I don't know about you. Maybe I'm going senile, but I didn't know what one... Com- I didn't know anything anyone was talking about in those commercials. They're so convoluted. Yeah, yeah. I don't the know what the commercials didn't is.
2: really come right out and tell you what they were, except the Pringles commercial. Yeah. That when that the guy got cute. his hand stuck in the Pringles container,
11: and so like it was like one. he
2: lived his life that way. Yeah. But I don't they know what anyone... like stupid or very predictable,
1: yeah, I didn't know what anyone was talking about. Like, I'm watching commercial. I'd say to Beth, "What? Like, what are they?" I feel like I'm on mushrooms. I don't know what anyone's saying. I, I, I'm like, I'm confused.
12: <laughs> well, Howard, the, the thing that I got out of it mostly was like, I have to. I'm a moron for carrying money in my wallet, and I need to go out and get cryptocurrency immediately. But I don't even know what to do with it or where to put it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
12: What was well, that there commercial? Two, two
2: controversies. One was that you know Uber Eats had that commercial where they had celebrities. Eating things you're not supposed to eat because it came from Uber Eats. And then this morning, I guess their PR firm or somebody had to issue a statement. Please do not drink soap or dish to (laughs) turkey.
1: Really? I don't, I don't remember. I didn't watch every commercial like I used to. Yeah. They they had a commercial
2: where people were getting things from Uber Eats that you wouldn't eat. And they say, Oh, you must be able to eat this because it's from Uber Eats. I pre- wouldn't even know,
1: I wouldn't even know, you know, I don't even know what they're doing. I don't even pay attention that much that they, no one needs to apologize. What was that commercial where there was like a square thing on the black screen moving up that and around? Was
12: That's was
2: Coinbase. And what you do is you hold your phone up to that and it'll send you right to a place where you can join Coinbase, which is an a uh, Bitcoin or, or you know, blockchain um Market where you can buy crypto.
12: Exactly. You mean I could hold my
2: phone? I could
1: hold my phone up to the TV, but I didn't even know that.
12: Yes.
2: Well, you'd have to understand what those little things that were bouncing around are. That's the PR code and you can get it into your phone and go straight. You know, they'll send you to, but they took down their own site crash and they had to start telling people, you know, you can't get in. Hmm. Wow. Oh, did
12: you see the, um, like, you know, it was a commercial that took kind of bummed me out because I love Eugene Levy. And I love him in Shits Creek and everything. He was in his commercial <laughs> and like he was being Eugene Levy and then all of a sudden he was an action hero and he was driving a car off a roof and it lands and it crashes and he's shooting at people. I have no idea what the commercial was for. It, was, it would just seem like people just threw a bunch of shit in a blender. That's yeah, what every
2: tasting up in his car and I was, I still don't know what we're selling.
1: <laughs> That's what every commercial looked like to me. Like I didn't, I was like, what, what was that? Like what just, I, I don't know. Am I out of it or something? There was a couple for electric cars and lots for electric cars, cryptocurrency, gambling commercials. Looks like America's going to hell in a handbasket. If you take a look at those commercials, it's like, what's going on? I don't even know what anything is anymore.
2: Yeah. There was one commercial for like a a betting site where this woman was talking about putting a million dollars into the betting site. Mm. And, uh, you know, like that's what you're supposed to do. And I was like, boy, that's a really horrible commercial.
12: That would be like if they had a liquor commercial and they said, drink four gallons of vodka. That's exactly
2: what it is. That's like a commercial
1: telling you to become a degenerate.
2: That's right. It was like, take all of your money, liquidate your house and everything, and put it into this betting site.
1: Have you seen the... Here's the deep voice guy again. I got one more clip I want to play.
9: And now, a presentation of Lift Every Voice and Sing, performed live by five-time Grammy Award-winning contemporary gospel duo and Inglewood natives, Mary Mary, accompanied by the L.A. Phil's Youth Orchestra, Los Angeles. (laughs) Mary Mary. Mary.
1: (laughs) What a voice. Jesus, what, how do you function the rest of the day with that voice? I mean, you must like go in a, like if you're just walking around, people must go, whoa, like, what, what, that's <laughs> not human. It's crazy. It's a crazy voice.
2: Am I at an event? He's making an announcement. Mary, Mary, quite
9: contrary, eating her curds and whey. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so, um, what else? So, what What, what other commercials do you want to mention, Gary, before I move on to JD's team?
12: I kind of like the Bob Sopranos Louie. commercial.
2: That was, they- uh, you know what it made me think? The kids survived that dinner. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I was watching it thinking that Meadow turned out to be pretty good looking.
12: Yeah. That was what I was By most the way, concerned about. Yeah. Bringing it all back home, I believe Meadow in real life is Lenny Dykstra's daughter in law. You're kidding.
1: What? What? Is that right? That is right. Yeah. So Meadow married Lenny's son. Wow.
13: I'm getting blood. Is she right worried?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. The
10: slot. How's the
1: slot? It's kinda of mind <laughs> kind of blowing. Are they estranged or are they all on good terms? Do we know?
12: I don't know that. I think they're I think they're I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And then the oh, other thing. the kid baby's in there.
2: flying the helicopter. That was pretty cute. They that was an e-trade commercial where, you know, one baby, they're talking the baby into taking them because there's an emergency and so the babies uh, you know, the co-pilot and the other babies, the pilot and the babies are talking and you know they're not I didn't like really that. talking. I thought it was cute. I don't
1: like when babies talk. unless it's done really well. The the, the mouth is a little bit off and it's just not believable. Well, and I the wasn't voice
2: watching it that hard.
1: And whoever did the voice for the baby just it just I I I don't like it. I don't like talking babies. <laughs> I, I I I I I just don't like it. Oh, uh, Lenny is on good terms. My Matt asked Lenny about it. Just so you know. Well, um, Lenny,
2: but may, maybe Lenny doesn't know. <laughs> <Are> you
1: <laughs> you so know, that's mean. a
2: possibility.
1: You're nasty. He loves you so much. Do you have a bush, probably? Or um, okay, so let me uh, go on. I told you already. I like the halftime show. I like seeing Billie Jean King for the uh, coin toss. Yeah, and she got a pretty nice uh, toss on that coin. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh,
2: has Billie Jean looks... ever done this show?
1: No, but it looks like she shrunk. Like I remember She's being a little shorter. Taller.
2: Yeah, but yeah. I met Billie Jean King, sat and had a nice conversation with her, and you know wound up coming around to what I do. She goes, "Oh, I've done that show." So
8: she oh, maybe she did. She hey, maybe I she has.
12: Remember it? I don't think she has. I don't think she has, but I know lots of people think they've done this show and they haven't.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Robin.
1: (coughs) Uh, Let me go to uh, Amanda. She wants to say good morning. Amanda in Pennsylvania. Good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to let you know that what happened, well, at least your theory of what happened to Bob Saget happened to my aunt. She didn't pass away. But she woke up on the bathroom floor with blood all over, Ugh. and she was able to call nine one one. And when she got to the hospital, she fell because she was all busy and everything. And it ended up it was because she had COVID and didn't know.
1: Hmm. You what? see, there's my theory.
5: I, well, that's happening
2: like... to people. Sure, they. I I told you I know somebody who is. You know, he had some symptoms. The doctor wasn't sure. And said, well, you know, call me if this happens. He went to sleep. He never woke up again. From COVID, right? From COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they said um, that Bob Saget had COVID at the time. But, they, but had um, he
2: gotten over it or did, was he suffering from it at that point?
1: I don't know. I don't know that much about it. You'd have to ask John Stamos.
2: Or but, Jim uh, Kimmel. <laughs>
1: or Jimmy Kimmel. That's a, those are the two people I consult on all things Jimble Bob Saget. Kimble. But, um, yeah, I mean, I even have that, th- you know, my mom's going through hell. My mom had COVID and, uh, how they got it. I don't know because they, they're locked up in a room, but now she's, um, now she's in great pain, but she's, she was declared over COVID, but maybe there's some, you know, I know some people have long-term pain from that. I brought that up to the doctors. I was talking to Dr. Schlaf, Mitz, Dr. Regis, and about five other doctors and, um, they they dismissed that they they didn't think that that was what was going on with her. But
2: who knows? Well, I, um, I don't know because this has all been post COVID, right? That all of this yep. stuff is happening. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Fucking crazy with this COVID. I think it's screwing with people more than we know. I don't mean to be Debbie Downer. JD, did you did you guys wear a mask out there? Because I I was looking at the fans. No, I mean maybe I saw one or two masks. I saw
2: tons of people yeah. right in each I, other's faces. No man. yeah
15: i thought <laughs> i thought it was like uh indoor stadium <laughs> but uh i guess not i guess there are sides that are open air and uh you know no one was wearing a mask in there around us um, what about you so no i took it down to uh drink beer and then it probably stayed off so uh yeah i mean i was at know? a football game earlier this year and i didn't wear a mask and you i know? somehow survived so stayed, I don't it know. stayed off for the entire game no, i know yeah i yeah, you right. i don't think you're wearing yours either no, pal <laughs> Well they uh, say outside yeah.
2: you don't need a mask.
15: Well, yeah. Yeah. Um but uh Yeah. I'd wear a mask. Fuck that, man. That mask works. Keep the well COVID I was away. more worried I was more worried whenever we were leaving. There was like one entrance that Everyone seemed to gravitate towards because I don't think anyone knew where they were going. Uh, yeah, we were like jammed. Yeah, in. we were like jam packed. It was like you it was know, like <laughs> well, <laughs> bumper, far, it, was, it was like Auschwitz. Yeah. Wow, go that far. Bumper. It was like we were at a rock concert trying to get to the stage, and uh, it took us forever to get out of that. Yeah. But it was fine. I know. We're and then when like people through. breathe on you and they're coughing, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, fuck and yeah. that yeah. probably
2: has a roof over it. I mean, you're not
15: completely. Well, we were breathe. no, we were outside. We were outside, but still, you were just like
2: you were like you know.
15: Playing there was no hand. roof
2: over your head. Nothing.
15: No, we were. This was outside, leaving the stadium, okay. uh, leaving the exit. By the way,
1: uh, it, it was, since we're talking about Super Bowl, I also want to follow up on our our friend Sal, who was hypnotized and thought that God. angels were telling him who you know who to bet. Ooh, yeah, Sal what took, were his
2: predictions?
15: His uh, fucking jinxing my- angels. <laughs>
1: well he got uh he bet five hundred dollars he was so convinced that angels were talking to him through the hypnosis that he uh and he basically <laughs> lost every bet. I should just <laughs> tell you
2: what wow. were his bets
1: yeah I'll give it to you sal's predictions uh bengal's first to score he lost that one coin toss coming up tails he lost that one point spread uh, over forty eight and a half he lost that one bengal's plus four win so since he had the plus four he actually he actually won that one. Uh, Gatorade being yellow and green, he lost that one. So, Sal, do you still believe in? Uh, are your uh, angels?
13: I I I don't know. I've been racking my brain for the past, since the game's been over. I don't know what's going on. I have to have a talk with these angels.
1: <laughs> no shit. You know what it is, Sal? You're great at jizzing on hats, but when it comes yeah. to predictions, you're kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I'm to confused. Be honest.
13: I guess so. I don't know. I'm Why did they, I'm, I'm lie, thinking, to
2: yourself? Is that they lie to you, Sal? They didn't lie to
13: me. I, I have, a, I have a, like, two theories. The first theory, theory. is that maybe... What? <laughs> You're not
1: talking to angels. You were hypnotized. You're talking to yourself, and you know nothing about football, so therefore your angels were wrong. How's well, that for I guess a theory? So. Yeah. I'm an I don't
2: idiot. I think the, but it, what are your, everything, theories? Everything, that I mean, everything your that theories? I your theories are going to be much more interesting than ours.
13: <laughs> well, everything that I, everything that I picked was the opposite. So I'm thinking maybe the alternate universe was sending me the opposite no, answers. No, I should have have no, that oh, was the alternate universe got involved. <laughs> and, and you know, <laughs> I what do you picked, mean the uh, alternate still, universe? Yeah, the yeah, that universe. And I, you know, the song still. Wait, no, no, no. What does that Doctrine. mean?
1: How can I let that go by?
13: The alternate universe. Yeah, the alternate. There's an. I mean, where the angels are, they're in an alternate universe. So I'm thinking that in that alternate universe, it doesn't work like the way we work as human beings. So. Maybe everything was opposite, like the way the, the communication was the opposite. So of why wouldn't the about. Angels
1: tell you to go the opposite of what they're
13: thinking? Because I, I don't know. I'm, maybe that's what I, I I think. If I do it again, I will do the opposite of everything they're telling me, and I think I can win <laughs> Super Bowl 2023 that way. But you got one
2: bet right.
13: I got one bet right. So maybe they threw me a bone. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or my second theory is that Howard – Great man that he is has stronger angels than me, deservingly so. And they were <laughs> they wanted Howard to look really good for this segment, and me to look what? like a total idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, right. wow. Okay. All right, let's Aren't move on. Aren't you glad though. you asked? <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, my grandpa Sal helped his cock to take a piss, and he screwed S- me over. That's what I think.
1: Sal's wife's on the phone. She has some predictions. Go ahead, Sal's <laughs> oh. wife.
17: Yeah, yeah, I have a prediction that I'm going to have a new husband in six months, you fucking moron. Jesus Christ, Sal. So fucking embarrassing. I predict the only money you're going to have is the pennies left in your fucking pouch.
1: <laughs> what? Uh, I understand you made love to Sal this weekend.
17: Ugh. I mean, yeah, Sal and I made love. That's right fucking horrible i can't stand <laughs> it out he rubs that snail dick on me and i want to fucking throw oh. up and i hear i, I lost four hundred dollars for the fucking super bowl because he's listening to his goddamn angels listen i got my own guardian angels okay my divorce lawyer white wine and the moving company was gonna move your shit out of my house Sal. you hear me i'm fucking <laughs> sick of it Listen, know, yeah, have... in my basement, it looks like the inside of a fucking vending machine with the coins and the Jasper stones and the fucking, <laughs> like, who collects coins? What the fuck is this shit? Jesus
1: yeah, Christ. well, so
17: fucking embarrassing. Like, what gear breaks in Sal's head that goes, I should put dimes in a jar? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Well,
1: not- here's something to think about, Mrs. Uh, Gouvenally. Yeah. You go know. Ahead people who believe in angels and psychics nothing can convince them to change their mind even when the angels lose four hundred dollars for them you know (laughs) the angels got everything wrong and sal still like you think he'd say you know i guess i was stupidly convincing myself that there were angels obviously there you know the obvious answer is there are no angels no sal says the angels are in the alternate universe and they sent them backward messages although one of the bets they got right it's like it's crazy
17: It is. You know what he should do? He should astral project himself off a fucking bridge. Honestly, at this point, that's it. All right. I'm sick of picking up his filthy shit around the house. You know, keep racking that brain, asshole. Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm done with this. You got it. I
1: I wonder for you when you have, when Sal somehow jumps on top of you and has sex, do you think about other men?
17: Honestly, I kind of like the new hairstyle because it's like it's somebody else. You know, I tried to pull that hair right over his fucking eyes. You know what all I mean? Right. That long shit he's flicking back with his the hair. He this motherfucker's got more hair products than me. Four hundred dollars, Howard. I haven't gotten my hair done in months and he's losing this kind of money on dumb bets? What kind of bullshit is this?
1: I feel for you, ma'am. I, I, you. I do.
17: Yeah. Please. Please. I do. I'm so sorry. Happy Valentine's
1: Please. Day, sweetheart.
17: I can pretend <laughs> I can pretend I'm fucking Halston. I can get I I look, let's keep the hair up, all right, Sal? keep, keep up all that right. goofy fucking look, all right? So you pretend,
1: when you see Sal, you pretend you're with Halston uh, instead of Sal. Yeah, and I turn
17: off the fucking lights, and I got these blackout shades that I pulled down. I really, really get into it, you know? And sometimes even put a bag over his head, you know? Right.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry for you. But all right. Uh, Thank you for calling in. What a doll. Hi, everybody. It's Gary Busey. He says there are guardian angels, and Sal is right. Yes,
11: Mr. Busey. Now, what I say about guardian angels is what I always say about the alternate reality. I have seen the other side, and I can tell you that in order to win, you must willingly illuminate nature. When they took one quarter of my brain out and put it in a cookie jar, I saw the spirits Sal speaking about. I've seen the forefront, the bare front, the back of it all, and you must conjure the angels. Howard, do you understand me? All right. So Are you yes. hearing me? Yes. Do you hear
1: me, Howard? Am I do hear you, Yes. I, I, I say, so, Sal, you are not alone in this belief that angels uh, are, 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 are around you all time and you can contact them. Is that right, Mr. Busey? An angel is, then the spirits
11: have told me that A-N-G-E-L is always nurture greatness enduring love. You must nurture the love, have the love inside of you, and let me tickle you. I want to come up beside you and tickle
8: you.
2: All right, thank you. I love that Sal racked his brain after
13: the Angels screwed up. That's lovely. Right. Well, you can't lose faith, Robin. So if I if I b- still believe, I have to figure this out. I have to, you know, try to connect the dots, I guess. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I don't right.
1: know. After the game, uh, Michael Rappaport, the famous uh, Hollywood actor, famous, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, movie star, television star. Immediately, and, yeah, talk
2: show host.
1: Yes, and talk show host immediately sent a clip to a little voicemail to J.D., uh, and here it is.
10: You filthy fucking handjob, you. Good. I hope you're fucking crying tears of misery, you miserable four-eyed fuck.
15: Good, you. <laughs> It's
1: weird when he attacks you, right? I mean, um, it's just
15: out of nowhere. Like, he's not, is he a Rams fan all of a sudden? I thought he was a a Giants guy or what? You know, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know why he wants me to be miserable. I don't know what this is.
1: I thought this was so unbelievable. I have a picture here of a text. Uh, Rappaport and JD were texting one another. And if you notice, right before uh, the voicemail, J.D. is congratulating Michael Rappaport on being in Only Murders in the Building, which is yeah. the new uh, Steve Martin uh, show. And JD, J.D. writes, hey, congratulations, um, you're in Only Murders in the Building? That is so awesome. And then, and then Rappaport writes back, I'm going to spit right in your ass after this game, Peggy.
15: <laughs> it's weird right it's like, like you it, were actually yeah, oh yeah you were being nice yeah, I, to him and it
1: doesn't matter
15: well no I, I i sent him that text like days ago i didn't get anything back from him and then and mm. yesterday i get that message so it's my good friend michael <laughs> Raffaport. yeah uh jonathan blitt tells me that
1: uh during the game jd was very stressed out he spent the majority of the game in a dark place he described jd's mood as moody and bitchy when things mm-hmm. don't go well for the Bengals,
6: yeah, um, it's like an yeah. it's like an Italian sports car. You get it running for a little bit, and it runs beautifully, and then it conks out, and you need to figure out how to tool it back together. <laughs> Italian sports car, huh? Yep.
2: <laughs> I don't understand. So, JD, you you cried when they lost? Uh,
15: I didn't. I uh, no. I I mean, I could. It was easy to. Uh, I could have if I really wanted to, but I was able to not. Does that oh. make sense? Where Whereas when they win, it was just like, it would just come out of me. It was just, oh. I couldn't hold any of that back. J.D. did have a full
1: day at the Super Bowl. It started at 11 a.m. when he and Blit arrived for tailgating. J.D. was recognized <laughs> six times at the tailgate party. Um, <laughs> the Black Crows played the tailgate. Wow. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine? That's some party. Yeah, I love I'm those like guys. Shocked, at a tailgate party. JD, it's yeah, I here, it says here you were a not a cover in- band it says here you were not impressed with the black crows i love those guys
15: well no, that's uh, first of all that's a, a bit of a misnomer i'm just not like a black crows no guy no. i don't listen to jd said jd was like these guys should be happy they're getting paid. no they're making i did money. not like, say i, I said like, they're probably no you asked me yeah see this is how things go with this fucking asshole <laughs> he asked me he goes do, do you think they're disappointed they're not a part of uh the halftime show and i yeah. go
6: no, you they know, should be happy there. Stop it. No, money. I said no. They're how, probably, You were like, how the hell are these guys up. making
15: money? And then I was with. like, it's this amazing. The
6: Black Crows are playing. It's, it's, it's insane, right? It's like our own right. private concert. The Black Crows amazing. <laughs> I'm like, J.D., what do you think about that? He's like, eh, not impressed. I did, that.
15: That. Yeah, did not say that! Yeah, you did. No, that's not... I,
6: yeah, I was recording you the entire time. Well, okay, that yeah, audio. Pull that
15: audio. Let's yeah, see that audio. Like, get that... Get,
6: yeah. Get,
15: yeah. get that task <laughs> him out and pull that fucking... I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there are no Beatles. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I'm just not a big Black Crows guy. I don't listen to, to music regularly. It's I, not E.M. No, J.D. No told
1: the... Uh, JD told Jason he would not eat or drink a lot at the game because he did not want to use the stadium bathroom. I'm with you on that. I don't blame you. So you didn't you didn't imbibe in any kind of... I had,
15: uh, no, I had one beer. Listen, I wanted. I didn't want to get... Oh, did I have two beers? Yeah,
6: two big ones.
15: No, I just had one because we had the one cup.
6: No, we had the one when we went through the... <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right.
15: That. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had two beers. Oh, well, I sweated out that other one. Jesus Christ, it was so sunny uh and hot but, that's uh, why
1: i uh sent Blit along he didn't even know how many beers he had i had one beer he had two beers
15: <laughs> the big well, ones okay how Anyways, much for a
1: beer yeah. at the at the super bowl but it's, 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 like, you 20, gotta rent a, you gotta get a mortgage how much
15: i was like yeah. 20 bucks 20 bucks a beer 22 a beer
2: cost 20 yeah. bucks
1: yeah. how much does a beer normally cost like if i went to a supermarket and bought a can of beer
15: well, you can probably get a six pack for what, like fifteen dollars. Sometimes, right? Yeah, the yeah. beers so, we were having were
2: five dollars.
15: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Jesus, so. isn't that gouging? Yep. I mean, twenty bucks for a beer? Yeah,
2: <sighs> gotta crazy. pay for that stadium.
1: Yeah, I guess you do. Uh-huh. Beautiful, stadium. Jesus. <laughs> twenty bucks yeah.
15: for a beer. <laughs> yeah,
14: but I yeah, no, I, I didn't.
15: I only had a couple things out at the tailgate. Yeah, yeah. I had like some tater tots and they had like a, what was a grilled cheese thing that they had? <laughs> it was their short. How old are you again? Grilled cheese. Yeah. this is what they
7: had at the thing. He I don't had a
15: Wolfgang Puck chicken salad. Yeah. Wolfgang <laughs> Puck chicken salad. Yeah. No. Chopsticks oh, okay. And, yeah. I don't know how to use chopsticks. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then that was, that was pretty much it. Then I wanted to, you know, be able to watch the game and. Not worried about eating. I, you know, I wasn't all that hungry anyway. You did complain, though. And he's like, why the fuck did we go there? We should have gone straight to the fucking stadium. Well, we had to walk all the way over to find this, wherever this yeah. hospitality thing was. And it's so hot, and I'm sweating so much. And it was just a lot of walking. And I was just like, listen, we should have just stayed at the stadium and just JD, inside there. JD
1: was not a fan of all the celebrities that showed up to support the Rams. Here's a montage of all of JD's comments, good and bad, on the celebrities in attendance. <laughs> oh. JD very opinionated Out in Hollywood uh, Here we go um,
15: Okay who What celebrities on the big screen Fucking Clayton Kershaw Who plays for the Dodgers Ningo go fuck himself Come on who else is here Let's go Yeah get out of here Alright Kareem Abdul-Jabbar I, can't, I like him he's, he's, he's like a good guy right, I can't say anything bad about Kareem He's a good guy Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Kanye West. Get the fuck out of here. With fucking Antonio Brown. Get both of those fucking jokers out of here. I don't know what the hell they're doing here. Get out of here. Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal. I like Shaquille O'Neal. He's okay. (laughs) I can see how many fucking uh, football games James Corden comes to uh, on a regular season. (laughs) Showing Sean Penn. Charlie Charlize throwing their fucking Rams gear on. Kevin Hart is probably rooting for the Rams. Whatever, man. Hopefully they lo- they, they leave here as losers. <laughs> what about that celebrity who's up on the screen now? Listen, I'm not saying anything bad about Danny Trejo. He'll fucking come and kill me.
1: Hey, <laughs> uh, J.D. on a a wild tear about the celebrities. Uh, I was
15: annoyed with yeah. the, you know, Christina Aguilera is there. How many games does she go to? Uh, you know, all of a right. sudden, these are big uh, L.A. Rams fans. All of a sudden. Well, I know that uh,
1: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is definitely breathing a sigh of relief that JD approves yeah, he of avoided him.
8: Avoided your <laughs> rage, your wrath. Yeah, that
1: rage and wrath. <laughs> yeah. JD called his dad post game. That was pretty sad. Hello. Oh.
11: Hello. Uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> I uh, kind of got freaking screwed down there at the three freaking chances down there at the two-yard line, but it is what it is. It was a good game anyway. I know. It was entertaining, but uh it was like after a while, I was like, just let them freaking score so you got time to do something, you
15: know? Yeah, well, I don't even think if they had time that they would have time to do anything. No,
11: so, it is what it is, but, you know? Yep. But no oh, well. All right. That's what, all right. that's, what, that's what it's like being a Bengals fan, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we we'll see what
15: happens next year.
11: That's right. That's all you can do.
15: Uh,
11: all right. I'll talk to you. All right. You guys be careful. We will. All right. I love you. Love you, too. Right.
1: Bye. Bye. Riveting post game analysis from J.D. as he speaks <laughs> oh, to his oh. <laughs> dad. I don't know what anybody was saying there. Um, also on the celebrity front, while J.D. approved of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Shaquille O'Neal, J.D. was uh, extraordinarily annoyed by Meghan and Harry, Prince Harry and his wife being at the game. (laughs)
15: Prince Harry Harry there. I don't know. I don't know if that was Meghan. It might have been like someone else, but that was definitely Prince Harry. And again, you know, like James Corden, all of a sudden big football fans in L.A. out there, huh? You don't think it's possible? They
2: play football in England, you know, I mean, soccer, they 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 don't watch, they don't watch American football and play there. Yes, they do.
15: Well, all right. Sometimes I guess, but whatever.
6: Yeah, he you feel because he's like a knight like you feel you morning. feel, because, well, he's, well, you right feel because
1: he's you feel because he's british that he uh, is not a football fan a true football fan
15: american football sure yeah I, listen I, i'm just very i was just very annoyed you know all these I, I hate los angeles winning another fucking thing around here it's uh it just adds on to the misery so By the
1: way, the city of Cincinnati closed schools in anticipation of a big win today. And now it's a day of mourning. And (laughs) and what are you going to do? J.D. was especially annoyed with fellow celebrity and Ohio native LeBron James cheering on the Rams. Here is a clip of that.
15: So one of the biggest bullshit things I saw was LeBron James cheering for, I guess, the Rams. I don't fucking know. It looked like he was cheering. Like And I know he's on the Lakers, but he's from Ohio, and he's been hyping up the Bengals and Joe Burrow. It's like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't have it both ways, dude. It's a good fucking team. That's your message, wow. Asshole. <laughs> what? Nothing. What did you say he said something. Tired of it.
1: Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty wild. J.D. Yeah. coming down hard on LeBron
15: i'm sure he's worried he's too busy partying now he's probably getting out of his party right now at seven in the morning here right all right well there
1: you go uh oh and then i guess you guys went on a hike while you're out in la and jd was all out of breath what three miles he couldn't do young man like that
15: dude it's all fucking uphill it's uh, and, and first of all we couldn't find a parking spot so we had to park all the way like I don't know, five, six streets down, that's downhill. So you got to walk all the way uphill through the streets. Then you get the running. You need
6: to walk in your life. Then though. you get the
15: running Canyon. JD. And
6: it's more, even more up. I'm worried about JD and his exercise.
15: I haven't and, done it for a while, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, I,
6: but you should do it. I know what I should do, Blit. I know what I should do. But do you. it then.
15: I, I will, eventually, okay, when no, I feel like it. should like be it.
6: eventually. It should be now. Okay, all right. All we we right, don't want to lose you, J.D. You're right. an American treasure. I'm fine. Thanks. It's true. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you. J.D. was blaming the underwear he was wearing for uh, his <laughs> lack of hiking ability. Is that correct? Really? No, 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 no,
15: that, that was more, that, no. That was more the after. There's a the type of boxer that I wear that's, like, too loose. And, you know, things got a little, you know. Rancid. Uh, yeah it just felt bad when i walked uh, were your balls sticking to your legs was that the problem i guess so or something i don't know because it didn't feel great after i'll tell you that i couldn't walk hardly did you get (laughs) rashy irritated (laughs) something like yeah yeah irritated for sure yeah so can we see the you should get uh, seriously no commercial
1: but tommy john dude i wear that man that's good for uh, exercising
15: no i know i i have a pair a couple pairs of tommy johns are good yeah you didn't wear them on the hike I didn't know. I, I big mistake. No, I was He's wearing
1: those boxers and his well, balls. For, first just of hanging. all, I thought
15: this. I thought this hike was just going to be. I I never heard of Running Candy. I didn't do my research. I thought it was just like you know, it was like a little sort of even walk around uh, a park or whatever. I don't know, but no, it's all the way fucking uphill, three miles or whatever, two miles. Whatever. Well, JD's, JD's right um,
2: that there'd be a level.
15: <laughs>
2: JD, <laughs> no,
1: what's that boy. thing hanging off your elbow? What is that?
15: Oh it's my on? it's my uh mask. I had have my oh, mask. Oh okay.
1: Here. Gotcha. That's gotcha. it. Gotcha. Sorry, um <laughs> JD's size anyway.
15: with Oh,
6: sorry.
15: Now J D's completely accident. What was that? <laughs> It was an accident. He's trying to say, I sprayed suntan lotion in, or sunscreen in my eyes. He did. He tried to look to make sure it was no, working. No, I didn't look. John, no, I eyes. just got in my eyes somehow. Not, it's not so nothing now, to You saw you think you fucking <laughs> he, saw. <laughs> he
6: wanted to open his eyes to make sure it was working, and he sprayed it in his no. eyes. Yeah.
1: Whatever. I like that JD, in, in his garbled language, called sunscreen, stun screen because he got <laughs> no. stunned when it was, like, hitting him in the eyes. Trip sounds horrible. <laughs> By the way, J.D.'s so (laughs) out of shape that uh, he's fat, right, John? I mean, he's out of shape. he's getting
6: fat. Yes, he's very out of shape, and he's getting fat, and it worries me. After (laughs) the hike...
1: J.D. had a turkey club with roasted potatoes and chocolate mousse for lunch. I mean, that's a hefty lunch for a big boy.
15: Oh, listen, we were sitting there for fucking two hours. I had to do something. He's fucking then, sitting there drinking, spark, drinking sparkling water and wine and this and that. But do you need, do this, you need chocolate mousse? mousse. Huh? Do you need mousse for dessert, for lunch? I wasn't looking for dessert. <laughs> fucking uh, shithead here was like, no, no. bring out the dessert. Bring out the dessert. <laughs> hey, so we're what about the, dessert. Dessert. the fruit? look at the dessert. What about uh, fruit? fruit? Fruit is not a dessert. Yes, to me. there was fruit on the dessert. No, I'm sure it was, but cup. no, to me personally, fruit is not a dessert. Or it's a sorbet, maybe. I, dude, you yeah. can't walk three miles. Listen to
1: JD's LA hike. Listen, listen in.
15: How
1: are you
0: doing? Huh? Yeah, all right. Are you
5: afraid
15: tonight? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What will you do for God if the Bengals win? I have no idea. Like, just Try to be a better. Listen person, to him. You can barely talk. Do you exercise more. Probably yeah. sure.
8: JD. Yes. Hey man. Show, <laughs>
15: thank you, thank you, the game. thank you. I need the luck. Yeah, man, you guys are hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> JD on the hike. The fans were, uh were all <laughs> oh, yeah. over him,
6: huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, that guy was very
1: well, thankful
2: I'm to JD. I'm listening. to Blit. Blit is talking perfectly fine. Yeah. Isn't he oh, with asshole. you and carrying a no, microphone it, and? Robin, yeah. he's
15: got a—he's got his phone. He literally recorded the entire hike, and he's fucking like jaunting up the up the hill, and I'm like <laughs> struggling so hard. And here he's jaunting up so he can get a fucking shot. And be walking up. You're younger than yeah. John. You should be I able know. to do it. I
1: know. I Listen know. to JD breathing. Listen to this. Listen. <laughs> the guy can barely function. John, were you uh, were you nervous for him? Like like he?
6: I was, I was. You know, nervous. I mean, I was a little nervous, but I, you know, when he was getting into it, he was very angry. A a pack of little dogs beat him um, (laughs) to the top. And but first of all, the lunch
1: after the hike, you know, negated any effect the hike might have had. I mean, the turkey club, roasted potatoes. A club sandwich has tons of bread on it. Then he gets potatoes, which is more. Uh, uh, carbs, and then a chocolate mousse for lunch. Jesus Christ! And then for dinner that night, JD Mm -hmm. had a double cheeseburger, French fries, a chocolate (laughs) brownie, and two beers. My own. What are you
6: doing? Yeah, big beers. JD was like, I, I guess I could have could have ordered the single patty, the single patty. Yeah, I just did
15: the single patty, but it was fine. It was a good burger. Mm -hmm. Why not just eat a stick of butter? Uh.
1: Skip everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well. I mean. John, you're about ten years older than JD, and you're in better shape.
6: Yeah, that's why I think JD should really start exercising on a regular
15: basis. Uh, I, I will, John. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. All right. JD, JD, thank you. Yes.
6: When you're eating, do
1: you ever like say to yourself, "Hey, I'm already having bread and a sandwich. Maybe I'll skip the potatoes." No, I don't.
15: I don't. I don't make those connections ever. <laughs> I never think about. Oh, this is bread. <laughs> you know, it's a. It's just all a sandwich to me. And uh, if it sounds Fairly good. I'll I'll get it.
2: So. And what did the sandwich have on it? It wasn't just bare turkey. It was like some kind of oh, I creamy remember. It was a turkey club. Yeah, it was a great yeah. sandwich. It was yeah, probably a bacon in bacon. there. Bacon.
15: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think some uh, avocado. Yeah, I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah. And For lunch, what are you weigh in the longer... these days? What do you what do you weigh these days? I'm probably like two twenty. Jesus, what are you five five? <laughs>
2: <laughs> five eight,
15: five eight, or five 20. nine? <laughs> Big boy. What? How
2: did you get to nine. be five nine? Shut up! <laughs> I, <can't remember. laughs>
15: I think it's on my. Do you, life. you have titties now. uh I've never had like. uh He's never had know, a I, chest, Howard. He's always yeah. Had I, I'm so. <laughs> I need to work on that first.
2: That's what he's trying to say.
1: JD also bought a THC infused root beer. What's that about?
15: We were just at the weed store and I saw this root beer drink and I thought I'd, I was hoping to drink that, uh, last night to celebrate, but then happened. So, uh, I don't know Mm -hmm. when I'm going to have that, (laughs) but yep. I thought I'd try it. I,
2: you know, I like root beer.
15: So I thought I'd try it with THC in it, huh? I guess so. Yeah. I'll see. how. So what
2: are you going to pack that and bring it home?
15: No, I I don't know if I can pack that. I'll probably do it, you know, one of these days, when, you know, between now and when we leave. Wednesday night. Good night for that.
1: <laughs> Wednesday night's the big night you're going to propose on the
6: plane. <laughs> no, Thursday. Wednesday, I'm oh, taking Thursday. him out to a really nice dinner, like a really, really nice dinner on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He deserves it.
15: Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a on, we're mic'd dinner. up.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
6: What was this
1: yeah, that yeah, JD yeah. added? Like, like, so, so, like, weed isn't enough, so he added like a
6: whole sugary drink to the <laughs> yeah, weed, and his, yeah. his eyes lit up when he saw that. <laughs>
15: <laughs> so it's like he's like, "Oh man, root beer and weed." Well, I thought well, I would try wow. it. Yeah, Sound yeah. interesting. I'm not, you know, I'm not a big smoker of it. I'll do, you know, edibles and the uh, and the uh, and the drinks. So I thought I'd try that drink. All
11: right,
15: yeah, yeah, yeah try to get on this fucker's plane <laughs> level.
1: <laughs> well, tomorrow's show. Sorry, JD, about
15: your big loss. It's all right,
2: uh, he's still wearing the colors. He hasn't thrown away the team.
15: <laughs> no, 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 I can't. Th- I can't throw away the team. If I could, I would have done that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck.
1: Well, they had a good fun, season.
15: They know. did. I it was, you know, I got to keep telling myself this was more than you expected. <laughs> but God, they were so fucking close, man. And it's just to have it all. They were in the lead for a lot of the game, and uh, that sucked. John Hines. Yeah, did suck. you hear
1: John Hines' theory about
15: the game? Oh, great. No. What was his He theory? believes
1: J.D. jinxed the Bengals by being at the game because they won all their <laughs> other playoff games while he was watching at home in that well, jury. I'm, I'm
15: probably not going to any other Super Bowl. so... Uh, good if the next time Bengals they're are safe in, is you're saying they should ha- get yeah. back then there and home. they could win
2: yeah
15: I- i'll tell you john Hyde jinxed the Bengals probably when he picked the rams to win the 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 championship during the season he said that way before the season started how right? is that john a jinx rams. You, you, you're, you're looking know. for anything That's, to be a jinx exactly i'm like sal i'm just seeking for yeah that it was sunny right yesterday could be a jinx to jd i'm
4: racking my brain
1: John, what is this theory? You feel like, wow, the one game he shows up to, they blow.
4: So Howard, all I'm saying is J.D. and John watched all the other games at home. They had a lot of success. They won. And then J.D., very generous of you, goes out to the Super Bowl, and he's there, and they lose. So I don't know if it's a coincidence or perhaps <laughs> uh, J.D. Uh... jinxed his team. You know, it's just I, the way I, it I... I didn't It's have a
15: legit time theory. It listen. I also didn't have the Stein. I have a Bengal Stein that I had champagne in it the last two games, and uh I didn't have it with me. So it, those are all uh, possibilities.
2: And uh, you're laughing oh, yeah. at Sal? <laughs>
1: well, exactly. Yes, JD thinks Sal's Angels jinxed them,
15: right? <laughs> yes. As soon as <laughs> man, as soon as I tried to play, I tried to play <laughs> it, you know, straight. But I as soon as Sal said it, I knew. I knew it was just bad. It was just bad doo-doo all over the fucking... It was just bad.
4: <laughs> how about just the fact that the better team you won, knew. J.D.? That's nothing to do with angels. Sal, no you way. were so confident in your bets. You were saying how you were convinced that they were all right, and you got every single one wrong. Every one. I got,
13: I, hey, we're going to research this, and we'll figure it out. There's research. something going on. We'll Where do you we'll, go to uh, research? Talk-
15: the fucking cardinals in his backyard the oh, stop being such a sore
1: loser JD. i thought another another big um another big moment at the super Bowl is j d of course his knees got sunburned at the game <laughs> because uh he i guess he was wearing shorts and he's in l a did you don't you realize j d you're gonna be in the sun you gotta cover up dude.
15: Well, listen. I thought I I I didn't think. I guess I wasn't.
6: Thinking. I told him I was like, "Let's get the sunscreen from the car." Well, and he's like, "No, no, it would no, um, have taken forever. It, it would have taken two minutes." Uh, it, well, just the big baby, uh, shut up. It, re-
2: uh, it You were out walking, there hours John, before, before the game. What else did you have to do? I thought they
15: recovered areas or something. I didn't expect you know to be so much out in the sun, but I was. Well, right. don't, don't you should well, well. John's right. You should use sunscreen. <laughs>
1: or you spray it I in your know. eyes well no, his eyes didn't get sunburned that's for sure <laughs> no they're good well the good news is, this... is jd's knees are now bangle orange for uh <laughs> the next couple of days <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: howard it's just got to be the worst feeling when you're sitting there there's a minute and a half left i you know you think you've got the game all locked yes. up and super bowl victory you're ready to celebrate and then the rant Cooper Cup makes that run on fourth and one to get that first down, and I mean JD, I felt for you. I mean that just had a
15: pick. I mean just, oh. the offensive line for the Bengals that was doing such <laughs> oh, a good job, <laughs> uh, the first the first half and some of the third quarter. They just, I I don't know what happened that last quarter and quarter and a half. Do you um? um
1: do you hate Cooper Cup?
15: I am not a fan of Cooper Cup right now. No. I mean, he's a good right. player, but I don't have to be a fan of him. I don't like Aaron Donald. Well, I was going to
2: say you—you you <laughs> must not like him because he no, was he got, he got his in ring. Burrow's
4: face.
15: He made sure Leaver you knew he got his ring. Good for him. So,
4: <laughs> and double back Aaron around. Donald. I don't know why JD. I—I mean, I, don't know.
2: They were losing John. people like right and left.
1: <laughs> John, I know you're good friends with JD, but it, you must have a hard time. Now relating to him, him because the Steelers, I. your team, have won six Super Bowls, and JD uh, got, is, okay. is affiliated with a loser team. So when you're, you know, you don't have a lot to talk to him about when it comes to football, right?
4: It's it's uh. tough. It's tough. You know, having all those Vince Lombardi trophies while the beng the Bengals, excuse me, struggle to even get there. Then they finally get there and and they're winning and and they get that you know that face mask wasn't called to get that go ahead touchdown yeah. in the third quarter right. and it really looks like it's going to happen. And then Matthew oh. Stafford, of all people, beats him with Cooper Cup. And it, I I can't relate to the pain because, you know, the Steelers have lost a couple Super Bowls, but they've won six. So it just makes it a little bit easier well, to swallow.
1: I, I'll say something terrible. Even the Jets have won a Super Bowl,
4: you know. I mean, there's a win there. Yeah. Uh, and they suck. I'm well aware. I'm well yeah. aware. Yeah. And, J.D., I know you're proud that the team got there. And, you know, it's a great season. And, and Yes, yes. You know. But, hey, they blew the Super Bowl with 90 seconds left. I mean, that's...
2: <laughs> yeah, they, all they had to do was stop those guys.
4: Hey.
9: That's right. Always right.
15: <laughs> next year, I guess. Nah, there it's tough.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not that. guaranteed, right?
1: Get that far again. Who knows? We'll see. All right. Anyway, there you have it. There's J.D.'s trip. When are you guys coming back? You coming back on Thursday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, enjoy uh,
2: yourselves. Day.
1: What's happening tonight out in L.A.? Will you guys be uh, hobnobbing at all tonight? Are you guys going to be doing anything special?
6: Yeah, I'm taking him to my friend's house for a nice dinner, a nice Valentine's Day steak dinner, with some red <laughs> wine, you know, to celebrate JD, celebrate, yeah, yeah and <laughs> that, celebrate so the loss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is horrible. It's sad watching all these Bengals fans leave
15: the stadium with their jerseys on. Oh my after god, the loss. It's so depressing. It's depressing. Just, uh, everyone deflated. Everyone, you know, tears in their eyes. At least the Bengals fans I saw, I was like, ugh. Oh, yeah, god. And, and JD
6: was like right out the door after the Bengals loss. He didn't want to watch the no. Rams get the trophy. Yeah and everything. That's, like, kind of bad sportsmanship, I no, think. No, no. I didn't need bit. to see
15: him get the trophy. I wanted to get out of there to get to the car and to just get out of there. Yeah. Didn't need to see any of that bullshit.
4: <laughs> All right. It's not like you're going to be in L.A. for the next few days where they're going to be celebrating winning the Super Bowl or anything.
15: That's right. Oh, yeah, they're fucking changing the, the Hollywood sign to Ram's house. I get to look, at it, look out the window and look at that. <laughs> Fuck.
1: What about, um... And what about Tuesday night? What's the big plan tonight? You're going to your friend's house, John, with JD. And then what about Tuesday mm-hmm. night?
6: Tuesday night, no plans yet. But I mm. think we'll find something to do.
1: Did, call, you get did you go to any
2: parties?
6: Uh, no, <laughs> just that one party. <laughs> I just went to one party. Yeah,
15: I, I yeah. was not. I was unable to get into the fanatics party. Or uh, there's another party. I thought, or something or other. But uh, yeah, the commissioner's Ryan Phillips.
1: Ryan Phillippe just doesn't walk right in. I mean, he's uh, Mr. Showbiz. What? What happened? I think there?
15: it's more about who to. You know, I, I don't know if he necessarily had any pool. I think John actually knew someone that might have some pool, but that you know, it just didn't happen. Um, and it's fine. But uh, you know, some people. You know, uh, some people tried to see if I wanted to go out last night after the game. I was like, no, I, I am not in a party mood. So yeah, you were down last
6: night. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yep.
15: it was sad.
1: <laughs> Here's one yeah. last note. On Friday, out in Hollywood, J.D. had a grilled cheese sandwich made with cheddar cheese, Swiss cheese, bacon, turkey, avocado, and tomato on sourdough bread. This, this boy doesn't care that about calories That is not a all. grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. I mean, That's that is.
6: An ad- adult grilled cheese sandwich. And we shared a bottle of sparkling rosé to wash that
1: down. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Are you shocked by how many calories he takes in at every meal?
6: I don't count calories, but I just wish he'd exercise more, and then he could enjoy all the food he wants to eat. He just has to have that motivation to walk. He doesn't walk. He says, right. "I haven't walked in three months."
15: Not- I, mean, I mean, like I haven't gone out like on a, a, a you know, like a regular walk you need to yeah. break a sweat. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. what I need to do. Yep, I'll get to it. Are you? Were you sore after the big hike for three miles? I mean, I was. Yeah. yeah well, not, right. not not like not like sore. Legwise or anything. You're not kind of walking funny. Well, that was because, you know, things. I was irritated. <laughs> yeah. I was irritated in certain areas. Your <laughs> that penis? Walk properly. Went, like, your taint, pe- what was your you know, penis was rubbing it.
1: into your underwear?
15: Uh, no, it was like the. the I think the sack, you know, rubbing and slapping up against the legs or something. I don't know.
13: Ugh, um, disgusting. No. Shut up. Way to sack. brag You're about, about your sack. Well, I mean, my sack was, ru- well, was
15: banging up know. against I'm my.
13: Not,
1: leg. I don't
15: know. I'm not, I'm my not sack is so attention. small; there's nothing bangs against anything. I'm not paying attention to what's going on. I'd like to take mm. you on another hike, JD. Before we I don't want to do another hike. I'm you, not doing another.
6: hike. But you
13: enjoyed it after you. You really. I like it. the
15: accomplishment of it, but I'm uh, not looking J- to do another hike.
13: Yeah, JD. To. What if he puts a cheeseburger at the end of the hike? Will you do it? No, shut that? up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like on a stick. put <laughs> that, that grilled cheese and put it on a stick and yeah. I'll yeah. watch JD run up a hill. <laughs> I'm going to say this.
1: Maybe uh, maybe Blit has already said it to you, JD. But by the time your body starts breaking down, it's too late. You got to change. Now, right, John. I don't yeah. know. I don't I've know. said
6: that to him. Yeah, this is this is the time. Like you're right at a, a fork in the road to obesity and death and heart disease, and you don't want to die because you're, you know, or health.
2: You're afraid. Of
15: starts death, the walk. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you snack between meals, JD? At all? Not. You know what? I don't usually. If, if I do, it's not like a whole lot. Um, you know, it'll be peanuts. A little peanuts here. You know, something like that. But it's not like peanuts. I don't, Elephants or thing chips.
6: Or so. Shut up! He loves combos. What <laughs> <He loves laughs> is that? Combos. What combos? combos it's a, a combo is a cheese filled uh, cracker, pretzel cracker. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I I cracker. Oh yeah, I know combos. Oh, they come in a bag. A of, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a big bag on the plane. No, I, I well, still, yeah, had the yeah, still I, have the bag. Yeah,
1: I, yeah I still yeah.
15: have the bag. Yeah. I'm not finished with it. Yeah, we any of that. Did
1: he bring the combos with him onto the plane?
15: Yeah. He bought them at the, the shop
6: in the airport, and he was excited. The well, combos, let's see. It's I about a these. six
1: hour flight. JD didn't want to be without some kind of snacks, huh? During that flight, yeah, but
6: yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Do
1: they serve a meal on the plane? <laughs> no, no. no. I got a no
15: booze on the plane.
1: Cheese plate. I had a, a beer and a cheese. <laughs> yeah, plate. for
15: him, not for me. Oh, no, not for JD. Yeah.
1: <laughs> JD's smart. He brings his uh, combos with him. He's got. He's all set up.
15: Some water. Mm-hmm. Some water, <laughs> water
1: and combos. What's better than that on exactly. All right, watch the Olympics. You, you didn't eat the whole bag.
15: I would have eaten. No, the whole I bag. didn't eat the whole bag. it's, not, it's still had in my yeah. room. I was How surprised. How big is this that, bag? Was... You never know. I mean, it's a pretty big bag, mm-hmm. but it's not. You know, I I just you know take from it here and there.
1: I
14: don't. Six I don't hours. I would
1: have powered through that whole bag. You've <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try not to good that you're able to, like, just eat a few combos and then put the bag away. I, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's pretty good discipline, quite Ooh,
15: frankly. I'm thanks. impressed. <laughs> I, have some, I have some discipline here and there. You do?
2: Do you eat three meals a day? We have you no don't have to be here, breakfast. Sal. You can sign off any time, buddy. <laughs> but did you have breakfast while you were out there?
15: Uh, I had a breakfast uh, yesterday before the game. I had a breakfast quesadilla and some bacon and sausage and uh jesus
13: you better hold the, the doctor meal, on that plane on the way nice. home holy shit
1: nancy's on the air in pennsylvania and then we'll end this gab fest go <laughs> ahead nancy
13: hello hi
18: hi um howard i can't believe i'm speaking with you i called spoke to your staff and they told me to speak to robin first so uh to, right. to you. I have something for you too, but I wanted to ask Robin. Um, I, I'm a, a Catholic 12 years, and I was just talking to my girlfriend also 12 years, and she uh, bombarded me that my view was incorrect. And I wanted to ask you since you are black, I've noticed <laughs> that so many commercials on TV all of a sudden are biracial. They had, like, a white girl and a black guy. And she hollered at me and said, you know, we're all God's people and all that. Um, So would it be out like the integrity of the race? I mean, isn't that what black people would want? Uh, And I don't care if you marry a Martian. It's when you start having children and they're biracial. And then who, who do they go with? I mean, even the Queen of England turned around and wanted to know how late her great-great-grandchild was. I mean, what's your views on this?
1: So let me just get it straight before Robin answers. Yes. Your friend says it doesn't matter that there's biracial couples in the TV ads, and you're saying, of course it matters, because if they get married and... The people uh, in the
2: commercials?
1: Well, if the, well, if, if biracial uh, couples have children, the children won't know who to marry. Is that your point?
18: Yeah, and even if... if- they are accepted by one or the other, um, uh, you know, there's always that in the back of their mind that are they gonna to be too white or too black? I mean, just recently I saw a commercial of a black man uh sitting at the kitchen table and this little young white whippersnapper says to him, Oh, Mr. Smith, your your red daughter is a fantastic kisser and like you know, his eyebrows went off, but like I just don't understand, um, you know what, how do black people view um,
1: Have you considered before Robin answers, have you considered that you could end up uh, like looking like Zendaya, who uh, I believe is uh, the, the, <laughs>
5: like she I said,
18: is
1: uh, yes.
18: I don't care if you are with a Martian. You know, it doesn't matter. Love is love. You love who you love. It's when you start having children and they're, you know, half and half, you know, like, who accepts and it? It seems doesn't like it accept. does bother you. You
2: know I that mean, it's happened already. These people have had children. <laughs> <laughs> there are interracial children. Well, so, let's, yeah. Robin, as a, as a black
1: person, let me ask you this. And I was not aware As a black, black person,
2: now, am I representing all black people?
1: For this conversation, yes. Imagine. Oh, because feeling... I
2: haven't talked to them all.
1: <laughs> oh, well please get on that. Imagine feeling totally comfortable making this call. That's the amazing thing, too. I mean, uh, it's pretty good. So Robin, uh I guess the well, Nancy's asked the question. Go at oh, who
2: cares? I mean yeah. uh I mean Nancy, I deal with it. This is the way the world is going. Deal with it.
1: There you go. There's the answer that's representing all black
2: people. It right doesn't there, matter what answer. you think and doesn't matter what you want. People are going to do what they're going to do, and the TV commercials are going to uh, cast who they cast. What well, do you
4: well, think of that, long, name. guys? Because there was a Colin Joe Scarlett Johansson commercial last night, and they're both, you know, both white. white. So Very I white.
1: Think- I found that offensive. What if they have children, <laughs> and then who are they going to marry?
2: Yeah, why isn't she calling in about that? How dare they have a white girl and a white guy together?
1: Nancy, I think the answer is uh we're all human beings. You know, it's like calling up and saying, what if a dark-haired person marries a red-headed person? And what will the children do? You see what I mean? And who are it's they a,
2: supposed it, to belong to, the redheads or the dark hairs?
1: Yeah, it's irrelevant.
2: I mean, really, if you look at the world, this whole idea about... uh people of different races and so forth, hasn't made the world a better place. Are you happy you with go. the world the way it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> then why don't you drop some of this bullshit? Well, it sounds like she
1: was I happy with to. the world the way it was about 50 years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things are changing a little too rapidly. All I right, think. Nancy, there's your answer. Thank you. In other words, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, there you go. Howard, can i see um, one quick question well oh, well absolutely you can uh, j- excuse oh. me let me just grab the door here yeah, yes sure. oh hey it's mel gibson how are you
2: oh mel <laughs> <laughs> Always out of
0: breath. I agree with Nancy.
2: She was making great
0: points. I was saying the exact same thing. You Anybody that disagrees Nancy? with Nancy can
1: blow me.
0: <laughs> you feel
1: that black people should marry black people and white people should marry white people. That way their children won't be confused,
0: right, Mel? She's got a good head on her shoulders. I I'm... want her. I want her to take me in a jacuzzi. Come on, Nancy. You should go in a jacuzzi and blow me. <laughs> <laughs> you want a blowjob very
1: badly. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. All right. There he is. Yes.
5: Always
1: <laughs> a question.
6: Oh, JD question? mentioned that he has a phobia of putting all of his clothes in the drawers in, in the hotel room. It's not just a phobia? Wondering. It's, it's a like something
15: I didn't do. It's
6: just... But he said you were scared of it. You were scared no, of it. Yes.
15: I'm scared of I'm scared I don't want to, like, put something something in the drawer and and, end up forgetting it. I don't want to forget something in the drawer. Don't you think you could check the drawers before you leave the hotel room? Yeah, but I'm always afraid to just, like, and I'm afraid of something getting off to the side and getting out of my, my vision or something. There are no goblins. No, no
6: one's no. going to eat your clothes in didn't the drawers. I did say that. You did I a little bit. That. that. you told me to sit, keep in confidence, but he was like, you know, you uh, used to hear of the goblins that eat clothes if
15: oh, you leave. Oh, shut up. You, You're so stupid. Goblins. JD. What, in other words, you have all your clothing in a the suitcase. goblins anyone. What's that? You, I'm sorry, you have all your
1: clothes in the suitcase out there in LA. No,
15: I have them on the. There's a table in the room, and I have everything laid out. There's a second bed, so I have stuff on the second bed, and I have stuff on the table. But the aren't you down? afraid
1: no. that when they come in to clean your room, or are you one of those guys that puts the do not disturb up all weekend and don't let anyone in the room?
15: No, they, 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 they no, I, I, uh, they, they come in and clean. They know, they know what to do. It's fine. It's you like it's, to you watch put, when they come and clean. No, I don't. Do you leave the room when they clean, or do you stay in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm out. what? I'm not in there. Yeah, you're not I was insane. gone. I was gone all day, and they they cleaned the room. Did you? Did you? Uh, so when they come in, they're seeing
1: your clothes all over the bed, and all over. Wouldn't yes. it be better in a drawer? I would think if they were I, in
15: one drawer. And you know, before you leave to check that one drawer, maybe it would no, be nice. I, it's just listen. I I put them out there, and that's it. Oh, to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to Might tell you be something. be more when dangerous
2: go, to have those clothes on the bedspread.
15: When
1: I go oh. to a hotel, I love to unpack. First thing I do, I put all my things in the drawers and use the closet for the you know hang my clothes and I put my shoes in there and and it's like hey, I feel like a human being. You know what I mean? I, and I know You're I'm not looking check at everything. crap
2: sitting all over the place. Now all over the bed. What's wrong well, with you? Well, I'm the only one seen also, it. But also, Howard, they don't change that bedspread between guests. That's
15: right. You're putting your clothes on that filthy
2: that's bedspread. That's what I'm saying. It's more dangerous to do that. Well, that's why I'm that. putting
15: mainly the dirty clothes on, that, on there anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why.
15: <laughs> you need, a, you need what? order in your life. And that's my right. order, okay? Just because it's not everyone else's order doesn't mean it's No, your mine. order
6: is chaos. Your order is disorder. <laughs> it's a chaos I get, all right? Right. But you need to break through that chaotic lifestyle it's that fine. you're in. It's, it's a cycle.
13: JD, fine. just put your combos in the drawer with your clothing and then you won't forget
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JD, you're not going to forget Ooh. those combos anytime soon. No, that's right. You still
2: have those. And
1: combos.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Were there any combos missing? when because they're in the room. I mean, maybe they. Uh, Did you forget the one. combos? Oh, every, everything's, there. <laughs> everything's there. Everything's
15: there. Where are the combos, by the way? Learnables. No bag. <laughs> or no, Where they're they? uh, no, they're in the room. Actually, they're in the room still. I didn't pack them in my book bag. I took them out. Oh, I saved them in my book bag. I was keeping them in my book bag, but I took them out because I had to bring the stuff here today. Book So bag. I didn't bring book bag, my book bag. What are you in high school? Book bag.
2: Hey, is that that's a, not a knapsack or something? What am I supposed bag? to say? That's what yeah, it is. Bag.
6: You got a book bag? Yeah. You have any books in there? No. Oh, so it's not a book <laughs> bag. <laughs> you have a
1: combos bag is what you have. <laughs> a fucking bag. All right. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Kathy, you're on the air in Ohio. Back. Kathy, you're oh, on the air in Ohio.
3: First time long time. I love you. I love Robin. I think Karen, what was her name,
17: Karen, that just called in? I don't know. The racist bitch. <laughs> the one that asked it's... about children of mixed yeah.
1: race. That was crazy. How dare right. she?
17: I, cr- I, cr- I cringed,
1: Yeah, man, we all kind of did, but, uh, you know takes all kinds.
15: JD, that's a knapsack. That isn't a yeah. book
1: bag. All right,
15: oh, okay, yeah. so it's a knapsack. All right, fine. It's a knapsack. There you go. Book bag. I knew it wasn't a book bag. It's a backpack. <laughs> it looks like a book bag I always yeah. had. I want to tell you. You should get sponsored by Combos. No, I don't want to be sponsored by Combos.
1: You guys know the story of JD's book bag? Years ago, JD's book bag was filled with porn and it set off the alarm at Barnes and Noble. Remember that? that what? That, that you don't know that terrible. story? Tell that no. story. I told it.
15: I told it on the air once there. Oh, thank God, this is years ago. Uh, I, we used to get a bunch of porn at the at the at the, at the, at the, at the station. So I, you know, I was, I would take it. And, uh, so I loaded it up in my book bag.
11: And I, for whatever reason,
15: I decided to go to Barnes and Noble, uh, after work to get something. And I looked around and my, my thing beeped. The, when I walked through the, my bag started beeping. So no the wonder the Bengals lost. Of course they <laughs> lost. They must
2: have a pervert detector. JD always loses. So the sort dude
6: had to. Exactly.
15: <laughs> the dude accused you of stealing, and then they had to search your book bag. Yeah, they looked at my uh, bag and looked inside. and Goes, whoa!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, embarrassing.
15: Yeah. Oh yeah. My Did God. they take uh, everything out of the bag to search? No, it? No, no. They 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 saw it was <laughs> they saw what was in there. <laughs> oh, they knew they God. didn't sell right. any of that stuff.
1: <laughs> Were you humiliated? Like, what do you say of to you? Yeah. What do you say of to them? I just.
15: Uh, I was like, I just go, listen, this is stuff I got at work, you know, whatever. <laughs> work. And, uh... sure. Yeah, whatever, work. Sure.
1: Nobody wanted so, to touch the bag. They were probably like, you know what? If you stole something good, get, get out of here. Yeah. Porn. Don't, call don't, it a book, don't call it a book bag. Call it combos and porn bag. <laughs> There's <laughs> no porn in it now. It's know, a work bag. It's a work it's bag. It's had now. more porn in there than it has books, so. And Joe's right. That's (laughs) called
2: a backpack or a knapsack. It's not a book bag. Um, A backpack. That's what it is. It's a backpack. All right. (laughs) right. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Wow. I can't imagine how humiliating it must be to be stopped at Barnes. If I had a backpack full of uh, porn, I wouldn't stop at Barnes. Go straight home. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting home with it.
15: I don't know what I was thinking. I, I, you know, I guess I thought like you know, since they sent the stuff to the station, that they didn't have any of the the stealing, the anti-stealing stickers or whatever. But I guess you can happened. only
1: imagine what the titles were on those. On the other
15: one. <laughs> <laughs> Big
1: butts three. Yeah. <laughs> Big wet asses again. three. <laughs> Uh, I got, I got, I'm um, sir, I got this at my wor- place of work, all of it. It's work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, well, well, where do you work? A massage parlor?
12: <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you,
1: masturbate for a living? We're going uh, to Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Big wet asses. Uh, one, yeah. two, and three. The whole series. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, I would just die of embarrassment if that happened to me. <laughs> that didn't kill him. <laughs> uh, no, no. I know. Somehow. What was that title? I just JD in. actually, for real, had a porn in his office. Jews love black cock was an actual what? title. JD. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was for Jeez. work. That
15: was. <laughs> that was for work. Damn it, you for got,
11: work. Guys. <laughs> you work. Oh, if at, yeah, if
15: it's at work, it's for work. It's not, you know. I'm not taking him yeah. that home. I'm not, you know. No, but the are ones you, you, you hanging
2: home... on to it? Well, the ones you in case I home... won't we'll pull
15: clips from it or something. They I'm pull sure the, the clips
2: ones... and get rid of it. I'm sure the ones <laughs> wow. the
1: security guard found had equally weird titles. You know? Yes. Oh, I'm probably yeah because he
2: doesn't watch straight porn. It's all all got to be out there, right? i me no, well, not usually <laughs> so big white what, ass is so- all
15: i need sometimes <laughs> Sorry. so what you're saying is
1: you have like work porn and pleasure porn like you have personal porn and work porn right
15: well yeah there's porn at, at work that was right. a little crazy <laughs> and uh you know nothing that i could actually get into and there was what was uh that- what
1: was uh, the story on jews love black Hawk? what was the uh i think
15: someone i think someone sent it to us and you know wanting to pull you know wanting us to pull clips because uh that's what we would do we would play funny clips i don't know um mm-hmm. and they wanted promotion for their movie so i think, th- think that was uh what's her the suicide scroll suicide girls uh i forget her name but I think that was her deal.
6: JD's also great at detecting prostitutes. Like <laughs> you're in the elevator. This nice-looking lady walks in, and she gets off on the floor. He's like, "Oh, that's a prostitute." I'm like, "How? How do you know?" Well, look what she's wearing. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. She didn't have a ho- a room for like a hotel room key. Then he's like, "Like, you know, prostitute,
15: not prostitute." We saw some prostitutes this morning. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> A new I bet when you
1: went like on there. that hike, J.D., you saw some hot chicks. I've been to that same place. I always oh, go yeah. hiking when I'm out in L.A. And uh, they, they wear practically <laughs> nothing, right? And they're running Lots around Lots of beautiful women out. Lots of beautiful women here. So, but. Any of these girls recognize J.D.,
6: John, on the hike? <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> What's, uh, the, well, yeah, this one woman, 40-year, <laughs> oh. attractive lady. We're walking into the Super Bowl. Older blown woman. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blown away by J.D. I'm t- and more... Trust me, everyone recognizes J.D., I promise you this. He is so famous, this guy. And again, I've said it, he changes lives. I mean, oh, he up. he brings such warmth. The guy at Runyon, Canyon, he's like, every morning, man, you make me feel so good. Every morning. He was talking about I, the show. No, man. he was talking about you. He said, you, you. And he's like, I'm in the shower, and my wife is like, what are you laughing about? He's like, oh, J.D.'s laugh. It just does it for me. So, he there does you great
1: work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard and Sal, you have the last word. What did you want to say? Anything? I just want to oh, no. say,
14: Howard, I'm in tears laughing my fucking ass off with you talking about this JD getting busted for porn at the bookstore story. That It's my favorite story ever. Because nice. also, like, he used to, we used to work together to pull a lot of gay porn clips. So I imagine his book bag had a lot of gay <laughs> no, movies. like gay, Marine,
15: <laughs> gay porn in there.
14: Marine Bondage, Boy on Tap, none of those classics no. were in no, there. No. <laughs> no, we gave
15: those, uh... I think we sent those off to Eric the actor as a joke, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're
14: right. I think we did. <laughs> yeah, pretty Eric the actor
1: is. always wanted porn and then he sent
14: yeah. it. <laughs> I think we used to somehow like do it undercover too. Like we put a a regular porn but then the D V D inside that was marine bondage or something. <laughs> Oh my And he'd right. leave nasty messages after he yeah. saw what it was. <laughs> Pop the DVD, and this is not funny. Fuck you guys!
10: You fuck <laughs> <laughs> it was gay porn. <laughs> All right.
13: Well, it's time we, to go. Oh, go ahead, Sal. We no, we sent Derek uh, shaving Ryan's privates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't see
1: any humor in it, did he? No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Not> <laughs> Shaving Ryan's <laughs> private. Cause he'd ask us for porn and you guys would send it to him.
14: Yeah, That's hey, we way. were, we were honest. We sent porn. He didn't say what <laughs>
2: kind he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to know?
14: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like you were watching it. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, JD uh, and John have sorry, a great time. JD. Out. Yeah. Sorry, JD. Sorry, you, you. JD.
12: About
6: your Bengals. Uh, you like,
15: thank you. Thank you, Howard. For
6: yeah. Uh, thank you, Howard. Uh, what, what a great experience. Once yes. in a lifetime experience. It was great. Fantastic. Glad you guys had fun. I'm sorry your team
1: didn't win. I was pulling for the Bengals yeah. for you guys. Yeah. I knew next j d JD uh, wants that, and uh, probably never again. Will they? We'll <laughs> Stop it! Next year. <laughs>